This is Brian Blessed, and you're listening to Garage Hammer. Oi, you lot. You listen to Garage Hammer. Episode 300. Give them nothing, but take from them everything. Shut it! I'm listening to me show. Welcome to the garage, you tools. Welcome to episode 300. We're going to talk hobby, gaming, general nonsense, a new contest. So settle in for the next hour and a half or two hours or so while we try to entertain, educate, and have a lap or two along the way. Educate. Yeah. Educate. Edumicate. All right, I'm in. Uh, Pay attention, Captain's got to teach stuff. (laughs) Uh, I'm Chris Walker, and with me is your irascible host, David Whitehead. That's me. I'm dying. That's not a good pain. What's okay. going on, Dave? Um, it's episode 300, and we have like nothing planned. Well, um, we're gonna freestyle this thing. There's only those sheets. Yeah, we're freestyle. Well, actually, you know, we talked about it, and Harrison well. said it's the most garage hammer thing we could do that we hit a big milestone like this, and we just mm-hmm. talk about our hobby. Yeah. And I was like, listen, honestly, uh, I don't want to do a book review for the big episode and Mm -hmm. and honestly this isn't we're not even doing a big episode which is the craziest thing um i did get uh you know we got some voicemails and i got some emails people are like hey you know what you're gonna do for 300 should be a big blowout and then i realized i gotta record this like in a week Mm -hmm. and we didn't plan (laughs) (laughs) ish hey so you know what let's hey i don't care it's honestly it's 300 episodes. It's cool. I'm kind of proud of the the you know what we've put together here, but uh, it's you know it's just another episode if we're honestly thinking about it. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm just happy you're here. I'm happy I'm still here. We've been doing this show for over 12 years, so it's another episode. It's and good stuff. guess what? It's What's another up? episode that is sponsored by Chaos Work Superstore and Six Squared Studios. Yes. And Grognards. Oh. Chaos Work Superstore. Chaos Work Superstore. Chaos Work Superstore. You can't wait. We didn't say it. Like, we're going to have this be the first episode we don't say it? No. Master Engineer will come over here and pop me in the head. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. What else? Uh, Patreon hey, sponsors. What's we, going on at Grognard Games? Uh, there's always something oh. happening at Grognards. Fantastic. Always something happening. Uh, Patreon sponsors, our associate producers, Jake C. and James Brown. Our executive producer, Scotty Milne. He's got that big Blood Bowl thing happening this weekend mm. in in Canada. And right. uh, I'm excited, dude. There, there, seriously, check the check the Garage Hammer Facebook page if you're hearing this like right away when it comes out. Because uh, if the if if I can get this out fast and the tournament hasn't happened yet, then uh, there you could still like there's prizes and stuff and you could donate like even if you're not there and have a chance to win stuff like there mm. just check the Facebook page for the links 
to to Scott's uh, big old Blood Bowl tournament because it's pretty it's pretty rad. Uh, no other new patrons, but I want to thank all the past patrons, the patrons who are still here, who mm-hmm. are who are who are who even in this economy think this show is worth cash. <laughs> and future future patrons. Anyone who's thinking about joining, I appreciate you all. Uh, I know we don't hardly do enough. Can't can't thank you enough, but we do appreciate it. It does keep this show happening. So mm-hmm. now, also, Chris. Yes. Guess what else? What's up? Voicemail. Excellent. Voice mail. We've got it. It's here. Gonna play it. Um. It's just one more. Yeah, just okay. one new one, but it's a, it's a voicemail. Now, if one of the listeners wanted to call and leave a voicemail, they just have to pick up their phone and then mm-hmm. dial 1-757-GH-SHOW-6. That's right, 1-757-GH-SHOW-6. You can dial that number and those letters, and you can talk to – well, not talk to us. You can You can tell us stuff right and then leave we play a, it on leave air. a message we'll respond to it that's right and we don't always respond well and sometimes we don't respond at all because we don't have a good answer but you're on the air yeah even dude who said the the bad word last week i didn't even put in the the cuckoo i just i just i oh. i was i was editing on the laptop and didn't have the cuckoo sound effect and didn't want to go <laughs> searching so yeah. i was just like uh blank I just blanked out the bad word. Oh, you just blanked it. I okay. just yeah, I just went in with the and just it's cut gonna, out that that little say, bit. You, you risk our ESRB rating. Oh, we don't have an ESRB rating. And we and honestly, I've screwed up plenty of times. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. When I leave a bad word in there within an hour or two of releasing the episode, somebody lets me know. Mm. So, yeah. Uh okay, so voicemail. We got one. I'm going to play one. That's how this works. Here Let's we hear. go. Whoops, I should probably turn up the volume. Here we go. Is this going to play? Oh, God, I hope so. There we go. Hurry. Hi, Dave and Chris. This is Dan over from the not-so-sunny United Kingdom. Um, just wanted to give a shout-out to my best buddy, Phil Dobson, who gets married uh, a week today. Um, so that's the end of October, depending on when this gets aired. Um, so big congrats. Uh, he's been a, a lifelong friend of mine that I met through the hobby. Uh, and I just want to say a big congratulations on his wedding day for him and Emma. And have a wonderful honeymoon over in the U.S. in Florida. All the best, mate. And I'll see you soon. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye. Nice. That's right. You know what that was? That was a voicemail from the U.K. That was cool. International callers. I bet you he had to dial one or dial zero, zero, zero. and then one. Yeah. Seven, what five, is that? Seven, zero, zero, one? Yes. Zero, one. Yeah. 757-GH, show six. And that was Don. And I actually, I, I know of Phil Dobson. I might have met Phil Dobson. Hmm. I think I might be crazy. I might not have met him. But I think I know. I probably just know him on social media. But, hey. How, how would you have met him when you, when you were in? It would have been like an Adepticon thing. I don't leave the yeah. country. Have you ever been to? Warhammer World or England or I've uh, uh, a couple years ago, yeah. I went to Canada. Okay. As far as leaving the USA, yeah, you've got my entire resume right there. Oh, okay. Hmm. 
Yeah, a couple years ago, Heather and I went up to Toronto and went to the Hockey Museum and saw uh, Kevin and Brad from Six Squared Studios. Six Squared gotcha. Studios. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't leave the, I don't leave the state hardly. Well, if you get a chance, you oh, should go. Oh, I it's want fantastic. to go. I want so to go. Cool. We it's wanted to cool. go for our twenty fifth wedding anniversary, but you mm-hmm. know that that you know, COVID's a, a bitch. <laughs> it really it is. is. Well, it's over so, now, right? Yeah, but you know, so we spent the money on something else. So, yeah. um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm going to get there eventually. I mean, Harrison's been to Warhammer World. He's played a game there. He played against Bobo, and then he met Ben Curry, yeah. and then he had lunch in wow. Bugman's. So yeah. did my wife. I'd never been there. Oh, you didn't get to go? No. Why'd my they go? name is on the wall. They, they, Heather, Heather, and, Heather and her mom and Harrison went to England as a gift from Heather's mom. Wow. And I was teaching, so I, I couldn't just take uh, off for a week. They ditched so, you. Yeah, that's fine. They went to England, though, and- uh, <laughs> It was like ten years ago, and yeah. There, and they, they, did, Harrison got to pick what he wanted to do, and he's going to England, and he tells his mother, "I want to go to Warhammer World." Nice. I was in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nottingham is fun. Yeah, but I mean, they were going to all these cool places, and then Grandma and Mom had to go and take him there. And because I knew people, I had a game set up for him. Oh, so they, sure. They hung out for a few hours while Harrison played Warhammer. Yeah. And then they went over, and then they had, like I said, they ate Bugmans and stuff like yeah. that. But seriously, that's not that. I mean, my wife's in England for a week. Spending the day at Warhammer World was not my wife's. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it wasn't in her top twenty choices of what to do while she was there. Mm. And that's no offense to anybody that works there or anybody they met yeah. there. But hopefully, you know, they walked through the museum and I, the and the dioramas and all that stuff is so cool. They might have. I don't yeah. know. Um, it's very cool. But yeah, no, I definitely want to go. Mm-hmm. I just haven't. But that's cool. Someone called from the UK. Somebody yeah. who's not Greg Dan called <laughs> from the UK. <laughs> and and a, a uh, congratulations. Yeah, on, congrats. On your, on your, Down in, Flo- on your in Florida. Yeah, that's pretty rad. Mm-hmm. All right, so that was the voicemail. Yep. And that was the intro. And I think we covered everything. And uh-huh. it's past 10 minutes, which means oh. we're, we're error-free. Yeah. Okay, so, cool. So uh, why don't we break? We'll have some quick breaks, uh, quick intervals through the show here, and then just ramble on uh, about uh, the new Battle Scroll and uh, the new... Oh, yeah. Uh, and what we've been doing in the hobby and stuff. Came out, that came out today. We're going to cover breaking news. We're covering something so that just happened. I'm excited. Cool. All right, so uh, we'll be back. Folks, Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chess X Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, 
Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted board and miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Org Superstore, what you see is what you get. And we are back. It is later than you think. Hello, hey. How's it yes. going? Um Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh episode 300. Episode 300. What do we have to say about this? 300. Um, yeah. Well, you know what? Let's do this first then because mm-hmm. I want to just do it and have it Mentioned it out of the way so I don't forget because uh-huh. we should have done this before and then had it culminate in the now. Instead, we're doing it now and having it culminate in the after. Um, so we're going to have a contest because our sponsors are the greatest mm-hmm. and they are going to uh, donate some uh, prizes. Swag. Gift yeah, cards, cool that kind stuff. of stuff. Uh, that type, the, the actual what you that we're gonna we will be revealing uh, a little later because we're st- I'm still hammering out those deets. Uh-huh. Uh, but there's cool stuff already on the horizon. So here's yeah. what's gonna happen. Um, because I'm a putz and planned nothing ahead of time, we are going to have a contest, and this is uh, the most self-serving contest. That you could have, uh, except I, we actually, I think we ran it before. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, th- I honestly think, I think <laughs> I don't remember that. I but... think we ran this contest either at episode 100 or 200. Well, um, then it's, it seems like an apt time to do it. Every hundred episodes you've yeah, run this contest. Exactly. <laughs> um, so here's what you're going to do. If you would like some, some cool, Warhammer stuff, or 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 gifts cards to, to the different sponsors of the show. Um, we would like to know what you like about Garage Hammer. Um, in, yeah. in, in a world satu- oversaturated with all sorts of different types of podcasts and things to fill your mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. you choose mm-hmm. to listen to this show. I mean, I don't even listen to that many podcasts anymore. I used to listen <laughs> to all the Warhammer podcasts. Now I couldn't even tell you all the Warhammer podcasts. Yeah. Um, so how so how can people do this? All right. So here's what you're going to do. Uh, basically, you. I just what we want is. A story about Garage Hammer. Yeah. Something from you. That's a story about Garage Hammer that's that's relevant to you. Means you a, means something to you. Is personal to you. Has helped you in some way, right. shape, or form. Uh, did, did was there some interaction that maybe you had with Chris or Christopher or Chris you or Alex <laughs> or me? You know, something that was show related. Uh, it could be in real life. Could be just an episode you heard, and it was like, oh, you know what? That was when I, it was like my favorite thing that you guys had done, or yeah. just maybe something cool. Whatever it is, I don't care. I'm leaving it that open because honestly, uh, everybody's got different stories and different reasons that they do stuff. So, what is it about the show that you like? Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, just send that in. Now, how can you send it in? 
Mm-hmm. However you like. Now, if you voicemail, just, if you want to make it a voicemail and dial one seven five seven GH show six, you can do that. If you email? wanted to write an email, you would e- send it to. No, pay attention, folks, because it's not the usual email. It's a contest you email. Send it to Garage Hammer Contest at gmail.com. That's right. I made a special email just for this, so that way nothing gets mixed up or and future contests. Exactly. Uh, so just send it there. Um, if, uh, I know some people have recorded their own things and sent them in. If you're going to mm-hmm. do that, if it's not going to send in an email because they can only send like 25 megabytes, then share it on Google Drive or something like that. That's one of yeah. the reasons I got a Gmail. You want to yeah, send this? Send a link. Yeah. Yeah. Send. Yeah, and we can we can do that. Um, whatever, however you best express yourself. In this is our hobby. Everybody, you know, is a bit of an artist, even if you don't enjoy the artist part of the hobby as much. If, if you paint miniatures, you're an artist. There you go. If you pay to have them painted, hey, that's still okay. Listen, as long as you're playing, you're still a part of this. As long as you're, you don't even have to, you don't even have to paint or play. If you just read books, you're part of this. If you just... Honestly, watch videos. You're part of this. If you only listen to Garage Hammer podcasts, you are a vested member of this community. So exactly, I was just gonna say that. Like, dude, who called last episode? Yeah, I don't even play. I just listen to your show. Okay, yeah, yeah, fantastic. You know, so yeah, all of that, legit. Send it in. Uh, We will announce the winners and all the cool prizes and stuff Mm -hmm. on the Christmas episode. Yes. So the December 25th episode, uh, the year-end wrap-up that we always do. Um, I believe Rotor's going to be here again because that's the one time, the one episode he shows up on every year. I'll be Mm -hmm. sad if he doesn't, but I don't, you know. Did you ask him about it? We haven't really discussed it. I did just text him today and say, hey, I'm recording episode 300 tonight. Start thinking about your top, bottom three, four the Christmas show. Didn't you just see him like two weeks ago? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, I wasn't thinking about episode three hundred. You think I was thinking about the Christmas episode? I don't know. I was at a cabin playing Warhammer and getting loaded. That's what I was doing. I was nice. not thinking about anything else at that time. <laughs> you know, that's 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 not that was not what happened. All right. <sighs> So, contest, Garage Hammer Contest at Gmail. I will mm-hmm. put that in the, when I post the show on the Facebook page, I will put the the contest email in the comments and stuff so that everybody knows what it is. Yeah. Um, guys, we got Six Squared Studios who always donate prizes to these things. We've got Chaos Arc Superstore. Uh, is also decided to donate to this. There may be other things coming up. I might dig into the prize closet and just add a few things to it just because it is, it, dude, it is episode 300. You still have a prize closet? I st- I got stuff I bought I never opened. I mean, you know, if, if I could go mm-hmm. through and if I'm never going to open it, if I'm yeah. honestly not going to use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got, I mean, and some of the stuff I got, I can't really used for Warhammer Club either because like we're never going to get to that part where we're using that stuff. So yeah, I could dig around and find a few things. Cool. So yeah. So guys, 
enter. And I say this every contest because it always starts with a slow trickle of entries and then it gets a bunch into the end. Guys, send it in. Yeah. Last um, time, is, last... There, is, there a, is there a deadline for the entries? Uh, December 10th. We need time to pick a winner. Yeah. So you've got like seven weeks or something like that. Six or cool. seven weeks to get it in. Now, okay. um, yeah, I mean, I think last time we had a big contest like this, there was like 12 or 14 prizes given out. Yeah. We only had like, I mean, I think, actually, I think of the last time Kevin said he was going to give out X amount of prizes because he was sponsoring the contest and we had like mm-hmm. three more entries than he was going to give out prizes. And he's like, well, mm-hmm. I'm not picking three people not to get something yet. Prizes, he was, he Oprah'd a, the he Oprah'd the yeah. contest. You get a prize, you get a prize, everybody gets a prize. Send it in. Plus, honestly, and that, uh, I, I love what you guys send in. We had that, uh, what would I do in the Warhammer world? Like yeah, what normal war- job would I have? The Warhammer, the Mortal Realms. Yeah, yeah, that was that, that was fun. That contest was great. That was a lot of fun. So yeah, so I'm just waiting to see, and yeah, so I I am, I realize I'm asking people to tell me why they love this show. Yeah, and it's, you know that's that is so self serving, and well, I mean, also they will be cathartic for some people. They can express their feelings. Maybe they're just looking for that outlet. Maybe they're waiting. And their I'm whole just lives gonna sit here to... and bask in the glow of my awesomeness. That's what's gonna happen right here. <laughs> I'm just saying this is what's gonna happen. So, all right, um, let's talk a little. Do you want to talk hobby? Or do you want to talk this battle scroll first? Well, let's just talk about this battle scroll first. It dropped today. Yep. We happen to be recording today. Indeed. Which is awesome because we are never quick no. out with the with the news. We take our own sweet, slow poke, fifty year old man time. Right. We could do that, but we're not about that. Yeah, honestly, it, that's a lot other, of other rush. people do that. I mean it's fine. Yeah, well and and a lot of the people who have the instant release, this is what they do though. Like it's yeah. their full time gig. Yeah. Like I'm teaching all day. I don't have time for this. <laughs> I don't have to, like to to be the guy who sits down, reads everything in a day, and is ready to put it out. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, you know. One one day. So that's that's what we're gonna do. We're just gonna have a full time garage camera sure. job. Oh yes, dude, that would be awesome. Honestly, if mm-hmm. we had enough sponsors, yeah, I would I would do this full. If I could stay home and do this full time, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would be, be I would be, be like Rob Symes on Twitch every day. I just wouldn't know anything. I'd just be sitting there talking to people. Look, I painted something. I'd be right there with you. So I know it would be awesome, dude. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Just we're gonna stream an hour a day every day, and that's my job. Yeah, like that's my job. And I'm not making fun of people whose jobs that is. No, but it's like those people are in their twenties. You know, <laughs> and yeah. stuff like that. I or you know, whoosh, that's. That or it's it's you got you got corporate sponsorship or something like that. Like you got some money bankrolling it. We're in our basements with a couple of microphones, <laughs> like literally in the basement. It's ridiculous. All right. So again, and I'm going to repeat this because this bears repeating. Tell me how much you love me, and you might win a prize. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, or. Um, well, yeah, or, you, you might, you might. I don't know. You might get surprised. Maybe it's like every call's going to be like how much they they love you and and and. Well, no, maybe Alex. it's like I, I don't know. Yeah, every call's going to be about Barnett. You tell us how we both yeah. suck. 
I miss Barnett. You haven't been good since that guy stopped playing Warhammer. <laughs> oh, God. All right. And, you know, we could do that and talk about Barnett. He don't listen. So, like, he doesn't play Warhammer anymore. He hasn't listened to this show in at least nine years is my guess. So you could talk about him if you want. You um, don't know. I know. I know. All right. <laughs> uh, Galician reinforcements. Yeah, October 2022. Okay, so Purple Sun got a change. Now, I, I went well, to hey, look- it got a change. This is just the sticking it in the Battle Scroll change. Well, no, it says that changes from the previous Battle Scroll highlighted in Magenta. So isn't this a new thing? It is since they put it in the last... Uh, they, they changed it the, since the last Battle Scroll. But this is... From where they changed it. Oh. They just, they just threw it in here. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, okay, so what is the actual, like, what did it used to do? I couldn't so, figure so out used what it to used to do. So you used to just kill everything, anything, if you rolled a one. Just boop. And so now, you, it just, now it just does mortal wounds. If you have more than, if you have ten or more wounds, you take D6 plus six mortal wounds. So if you have, you would if you have nine a, wounds. Or, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. If you have nine wounds or less, you just die if you roll the one. So you could like put the purple sun next to like Orgot's demon spew. Roll a one, he's dead. Oh, okay. So uh, it doesn't do that anymore. Oh, okay. So if it's got more than nine, characteristic of nine. So if it's got ten or more, yep, it takes d six plus. So it takes seven to twelve mortals. Yeah, which is still pretty nasty. And if it's less than nine wounds, one model in that unit dies. So obviously right. heroes die, but you got to roll a one. But if it's right. a big old unit of like 20 models, then yeah. it's going to lose yeah. a model. You're not going to wipe one, out a unit. Yeah. All right. And it also um, reduces your armor by one. Yeah. Subtract one for save rolls. So since you're... Oh, your save can be modified way more than one. That's right. It's just a hit and wound that only can be one. Okay. So that is rough. What else is in here? Stormcast Eternals. Has this stuff gotten... Okay, you you have... Okay. So the Stormcast stuff didn't change. So this is all just the regular stuff from the last War Scroll update. But they they got a bunch of point reductions, which is is at the end. Is this good? Like, I mean, mean, I'm looking at numbers, but I don't know, like... How good these like is this a good point drop? Is it enough? Like when you're looking oh, yeah. at it, could you play it? Yep. How's it's this? Good, it's a good. It's a good point drop for Stormcast players for sure. Nice. Okay. And Dastra going down forty points is pretty interesting. She seemed pricey to me, though. I mean, she was all. She was three twenty. Now she's two eighty, which is better. Three twenty seems like a lot, though. Oh no, my, yeah, it's a lot. I mean, okay, because you know why? Because the I was paying two eighty. For gobsprack on a vulture, yeah, you know, I was mm-hmm. paying two ninety, or no, yeah, I was paying two, or no, I was paying three twenty for swamp boss scum drag snip snaps on the sneetcha snatch beast. Yeah, he's two ninety now, and he's brutal. Yeah, I mean, he's brutal. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to reduce points on stuff that people don't take. Right. I mean, make it more worth it. And you know what? Honestly, if you're not going to rewrite the war scroll, look. We've all heard this argument. 
changing the points doesn't actually fix anything. It just, right. but it does allow you to put a. If you if what you've got isn't doing great, you could put a little more on the field. Yeah, I mean now Vanquishers for Stormcast, they went down to one ten, so they are now the cheapest battle line unit for Stormcast. Which ones are the Vanquishers? Are those the new those dudes the with guys, the spears? The, like those, the, the, the Vanquisher are the guys with the swords, the two-handed swords. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you, so you might see them more often now because people used to take Liberators just because they were the cheapest. Well, because you own the libs. So you, True. Yeah, so you use the libs. That's what you mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. But, uh, okay, I mean, that's, that's cool. Annihilators, which ones are those? So Annihilators are the guys with the shields and the hammers. Right, okay. So, but everyone take most people were taking the guys with the grand hammers, and their points did not change. They're still two hundred and forty <laughs> points. Oh, because those guys are those guys sick. are amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. they're good. Uh, what else we got on here? What else happened? Oh, okay. So the Oric War Clans. Now I know the last time they they updated. Now I didn't realize they had done this mm-hmm. that they had u- updated uh, for the for the Cruel Boys. And I didn't know it until I was out this weekend, and Fenske told me that that Grin and Blades, they, you, you are not visible to enemy models more than 12 inches away. Yeah. Okay? That in the rule book, I mean, the book I own still says in the first battle round. And apparently right. they went in and changed that, and I didn't realize it. Yeah. And now it's the whole game. Yep. That is officially the best group to be in. I will always be a Grin and Blade at this point. I mm-hmm. liked the skull bugs. I liked that every time we attacked, I rolled the dice, and if I got a six or a four near the monster, you were minus one to hit. It's actually works really well with the theme of the army. Yeah, just to Most, add that possible. Well, they're trying to make people take something else other than big yellers. Which ones the big yellers do? That's the guys who get extra range on the bows. See, I don't play them. I don't play the bows. I don't play and I, my army, and I kind of have fun with it. I don't really have any shooting except when the hobgrots throw some crap. Right. Uh, because the shooting is... Every Cruel Boys army I've played, except yours, has been big yellers. That's just... I don't like it. I Man. don't see orcs as just being all shooty. Mm-hmm. I mean, I you can do it. I right. see it. I get it. It doesn't seem orky to me. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm it, talking it, about. I mean, I get. I mean, I guess it's not working that well because cruel boys are dead last in the. In are the, we in the chart? Yeah. Wow, that bad, huh? Maybe I got to play my night haunt again. <laughs> wow, you know, but I'm having so much fun with them. Do I? I'm I mean, my army sucks. I was playing. I did okay. Yeah. I uh, listen. I, I played, what, f- like four games a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won two. I lost two. Um, th- they were all close games. Yeah. And that's, that's for me, that's fun. Mm-hmm. But then again, I'm not a competitive player, so I can win two and lose two and have a great weekend uh, and not go home and be like, I wasted all my time in the world. I didn't podium because I don't care about that. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, Gut Rip was, uh, oh, for every gut rip a unit, you can have a hobgrot unit as battle line, which is nice. Mm-hmm. It just counts as extra battle line for your thing. I already take three, but I could go to two units now. That's the thing. I can go with two big units instead of two small and a big. Yeah. So all that stuff is is old news. Yep. Yep. Is, so the new stuff but, is yes. the swamp collar shaman. Yes. He can now he can now cast, cast spells and distribute poison. Yes. Which is super cool. 
Right. And I mean, he was, I mean, they're just one spell casters, but that's two mm-hmm. spells a turn. I don't cast right. most of the game. Yeah. You know, unless he's far away from everybody and can't give them the poison or the unit gets wiped out and he's still standing there. Right. Then he's got a spell. Honestly, I think that's great. That I really like to see. Yeah. And the other happy. one was for Gloom Spites. Um, now they can take uh, Arachnorx Spiders as a battle line. If your general is Spider Fang. Yeah. Which makes sense. Now you can mm-hmm. take a Spider Fang general and you can have an all Arachnorok army, which yep. is just which would be, <laughs> super cool. Yeah. Also, uh, we were speaking of point cuts earlier. Mm-hmm. We got about just about 20 points or so cut off pretty much everybody in the Cruel Boys section. Yeah. It's kind of like a. Should we do with this? Uh, drop it all by 20 points. Okay, cool. Well, my list, the list that I always take, mm-hmm. it's like, this is the list I like, which is basically uh, Wizard Dude on the Vulture yep. and Swamp Boss Scumdrek on Schnitchy Snatch Snoo Snitch. Um, yep. And then I take a Killer Boss on another Swampy Beastie Swamp Snatch thing. Yeah. Uh, and then two of the Shamans with the Hot Pots or the grot, Pot Grots. Right. Mm-hmm. So I got that like five characters, right? And then it's uh two units of ten gut rippers, twenty gut rippers, uh a unit of hobgrots. I then had what else? Um oh the the Dobby looking thing. Oh the yeah, the troll brute, yeah. uh, the Trogoth, the swamp Trog- yeah, swamp, yeah. swamp, swamp caller swamp, swamp. snazz. Sweet Trogoth guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then I would I had seventy points left, so I would ally in uh, the um, the that three pack from the Underworlds of the Ripa Snarl Fangs. Oh yeah, yeah, Nar- yeah. So my list is dropped by hundred and fifty points. <laughs> yeah, which is Pretty ten good. points less than I need to just get ten more Gut Rippas. So but cool. honestly, if I I only had because I had seventy points left, you don't want to leave seventy points sitting on the table. Mm-mm. So that's why I took the Snarl Fangs. I dropped yeah. the Snarl Fangs. I lose those three models, and I've got two hundred and twenty points to spend. I could oh. bring in the regular hero on a Vulture. That's the type of points I've got to take with this army now. So I got to kind of relook at it because I'm putting even more stuff on the table. Mm -hmm. I have fun with this army. I'm so excited that I'm getting this extra, this bit of extra points to, to play around with, um, and getting the, that's two extra spells per turn. I'm going to get to cast because I don't Mm -hmm. have to decide between poison and spell casting. Right. I'm, I am pleased as punch. Yeah, I think it's good. I did. I think it's a good one for Cruel Boys players, for Stormcast players. I think it's really good for them. Uh, there's some nerfs in here. Uh, Beast of Chaos got a, a nerf. Their primordial uh, roar monsters rampage got reined in. Oh, did it? Yeah, which is good. <laughs> what did it used to do? So I think uh, it now it's now on a. You roll a dice. So primordial monsters rampage. You used to roll a die on a three up. You get one primordial call point. So that's okay. good. Um, so they get you know they just don't get as many points, and it's so easy to summon stuff in that army, which is why it's doing rather well right now. 
Ah, and Blades of Corn now. But and I, I mean, it's not now, but this is something that happened. But I didn't realize it happened because I don't play anybody who plays corn. Um, so their blood pool doesn't drop to zero. Correct. So they use the points, and if they got points left, those points are still there. Yeah, they just keep them. Huh? Good for them. I know because that was a dumb rule. That like, always seemed dumb to me. It was like you know, with all these other things, especially now with all these other things that can bring up so much stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, wait, they're not going to get... Yeah, this is who we're going to throttle with this? I don't think so. Right. All right. Uh, yeah, a few people. Now, Seraphon seemed to go up a bunch. Skink uh, Priests are up to 120. And Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Magakin of Nurgle all went up. Yes. I guess that, that's a big one because now the, the Blight Lords, mm-hmm. I mean, they went up by 30 points. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's a lot. They're now 250. That's a lot. Because I mean that was that was the Magakin internet list was, my God you'd have fifteen of those guys running around, so now you increase the cost of each unit by thirty points. Like there's, you just can't take that army anymore. Really, I mean you yep. can you can, but you're not you gotta, you're gonna ha- yeah. you're gonna have a lot less guys on the on the table. So I think that's that's good. And the uh, what do you call it the um, the Savage orcs, the bone mm-hmm. splitters, they went up. Oh yeah, because the prof- their stuff was their stuff was way too cheap. Yeah, I mean the savage big stabba went up to a hundred points. The yeah. boar boy maniacs went up to yes. one fifty five. Yeah, because you, know? you look at you looked at any like big wa army or just a standard bone splitters army, it was just nothing but savage big stabbas and and boar boys just everywhere. The whole battlefield was just littered with them. Really. I mean, it was nothing to see a an or you know a bone splitters army with like you know ten savage big stabbers running around. It's it's crazy. <laughs> so now I mean increasing them by twenty points that's a, that's a big deal. Yeah, you know what I mean it just it just I I I think that's good that they do that because they obviously see you know people players have found the units that overperform for their points. And they just spam the crap out of them, and yeah. you know, yeah. it's just what people do. Yeah. You've been known to do that. Uh, <laughs> not not to that extent. Not to that extent. But you find extreme. the thing you like, and you triple down on it. You do that quite often. I can always count on you to figure out what the cool thing is, though. That's what I love about playing with you, because when I yeah. play against your army, you're like, oh, this is the thing that's really good. You don't make the whole army that thing. Right. I mean, I, I I didn't do that. I mean, I I went to the Chicago Grand Tournament and I played Maggotkin at uh-huh. that, and it was fun. But I only had I had one unit of Puskoil Blight Lords. Well, you playing, had your own thing going on there. You weren't I, doing I, that, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I, I was playing a uh, befouling host. Um, but, I mean, as long as I've been playing you, we would joke around because you'd have this thing and you'd be like, "I took it; it wasn't that good, and I took two, but then one would always die, and it still wasn't good. Yeah. So now I take three. Right, and that's like, and that's your theory, and well, you know, no, and well, it works for you though. Yeah, that's how you played Skaven back in. Oh, definitely. You know, the old book. I mean, if you're gonna take one warp lightning cannon, take two. You know what I mean? If you're gonna yep. take, you know, one rattling gun, take three. Did you used to play Empire? I did. You used to because that was. I remember playing against you with my uh, yeah. with my uh, vampire counts. Yeah, and you always had like it, the thing. This I remember. Think everything with you came in triples. You could. I was. I remember joking. You could run one set. You could run. You basically could split your army into three. 
Yeah. And it would all be the same. Just come up well, the middle, the left, and the right. Here yeah, it comes. That, that, yeah, that's kind of how you, I used to play Empire. was kind of like you kind of wanted like three mini armies. You know what I mean? Yep, and each yep. one each one is kind of their own individual army with like you know we artillery had so much main fun. unit support yeah it was how many t- like every game you and i played came down to it like oh yeah down to in fact there was at one time where we had to recount the points like three or four times because it yeah. was just like wait a minute what are we doing here and then we get mm-hmm. into that last and it came down to like last rolls vampire counts and empire and it yeah. was just always tight it was great yeah, super fun uh so so the other big one that we haven't talked about yet what what, what? The, the, the literal Elephant in the room, Cronspire in the room. So the Cronspire incarnate got bumped up by eighty points. Yes, a twenty percent yeah. cost increase went from four hundred to four eighty. Yeah, I definitely needed it. I have no problem with that. No, that thing's dumb. It, it's it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you'll still see it. <sighs> but I mean, it was in like there was some. I saw some stat. Like armies that like either won or finished in the top three or something like that, it was in fifty six percent of those lists. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. And not all of those lists are going to be able to keep it at that eighty, or they're going to have to make a cut that's really making it really hard yeah. to justify keeping it. Right. And that's fine because God bless America. I hate when you start see. Uh, you know. Yeah. If if I had one complaint about almost more 7th ed than 8th edition Warhammer mm-hmm. was there was a couple of armies and oh, yeah. they were the same list or two different lists in an army and that was all you would get. Yeah. Dark, yeah. Uh, high dark, elves, dark uh, elves, dark, dark elves. Dark elves were one of them. Yeah, dark elves were definitely one of those. High elves, that would be it. You were starting uh, to see that. What was the other, what was the other nasty one? Was it Vampire counts. Vampire counts. You would see a, a lot of the. There was like two different lists. You, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, um, yeah. Remember the like the unkillable dreadlord guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cold on the cold one, the dark elf guy. He had like a combination of like like two or three different magic items on a cold one. He had like a two up rerollable armor save with like a. F- Four up ward save. <laughs> it was it, it was, was some crazy. I don't remember. If I remember it, correctly, anymore. and I can't remember which guy had it. If it was either in the dark elf, I know I saw a guy who was playing an uh, orc uh, boss that had it. But with all the negatives to or all the boosts to his save, he actually had a save of like zero or negative one. Yeah, which meant that you would need a strength six or strength seven. Yeah, to get him anything but twos to save. Yeah, I think it was a dark elf guy. Because remember what you know what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, because you I think well because you used to be able dead. to adjust your save like just with yep. the stuff. So he went yeah, from so, like so, a, he had a three he had like heavy armor, so it was a four a th- five up save. Yeah. Uh, and then he had uh, or he had super special armor, so it was four. And then he had a ward, it made it three, and then it was two. And then it was like then he put him on a horse, and uh, suddenly the that cold one gave him another save. Well, yeah, the cold one. So what I think what it was, it was like. You remember it's like heavy armor, shield, shield, cold, and, one. Then, and then cold one got you down plus two more. Then you can take a sea two. dragon cloak for another minor, another plus one. So that you're at a zero right there. Yeah. And so a zero. And then there was, and I think there was an item that I think, I think it let you reroll armor saves. It was it was something crazy, but I remember yeah. seeing a guy who at least had it down to yeah. zero. And yeah. the way the old game played 
Right. Your armor save, your save would adjust if anyone was over strength three. Remember, because right. it was a strength. So mm-hmm. strength four, mm-hmm. you were minus one to your save. Strength mm-hmm. five, you were minus two to your save. So right. for most guys, strength five and six, you're saving on maybe a six up. Yeah. But here, strength six yeah, was minus from a three. zero got you to three. Yeah. So anything st- strength five or less was all uh, two up <laughs> save. Yeah. Because you couldn't save on a zero. Uh, ones always fail. Ones always fail. Yeah. So, yeah. So you would have to have basically, it was basically like getting anything. You'd have to have three rend to get them to a three up save if you just want to use new terms. Yes. Like, yeah. So, yeah, but stuff that. was, stuff was, stuff had a lot less wounds back in those days. So it wasn't a little different. Yeah. But it was, but still. Yeah. That was bananas. <laughs> it was pretty obnoxious. It was not uncommon. For you to you would just take that guy, that dark elf general on his cold one, and you just plow him into a huge unit that you just didn't want to. They couldn't hurt him. They they couldn't hurt him. He would just totally block a hole. And then you had and then you had you had uh, witch uh, witch elf units with the priests priestesses next to them or in in the unit, so they would just be the and they would just kill off them to make their magic happen. Yeah, Uh, you'd bring in a couple of. a couple of hydras, war hydras. Yeah, those were those were the those were really good. And the repeater crossbows. <laughs> yeah, and you would and, ju- bolt, and, and bolt throwers and all yeah, that. Yeah, everybody had that list, and it was mm-hmm. no fun because right. you you walk if you couldn't beat that army, and you might face it three times in a tournament, and it was not just that army, but that list. Mm-hmm. So I like that we have a much bigger variety and things going oh, on. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Boy, we're just talking nonsense now. 45 right. minutes into the show, we haven't said anything worth listening to. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what, though? Let's let's quick take a break then and regroup. And I need a beverage. And yeah. uh then we'll come back and we're just going to talk about all the cool hobby stuff we did. And you were at a tournament and I was playing stuff and we're just, it, yeah. this is the, this is just the, the hits keep on coming. Let's do it. All right. There's always something happening at Grognards. That's right. Friends, Grognard games in Roselle, Illinois, the premier stop for your gaming needs in Northeast Illinois. If you're in the Chicagoland area, if you're in Southeast Wisconsin, if you're anywhere in the area, Grognards is the place for you. They've got board games. They've got card games. They've got all the models you could ever want for any of your miniature war games. They have so many lines of paints, I can't even keep track of it. They've expanded the store. They have a whole huge gaming area now. There is gaming every night there is always something going on i just can't tell you enough about grognards why because they're awesome because they're fantastic and because they are the best friendly local gaming store that i know of so do yourself a favor come on down to grognards in roselle illinois if you can't get down to grognards give them a call they do mail order they do shipping you can get your stuff from them whether you live five minutes away or five hours away because Grognards delivers. They deliver the goods. They deliver the fun. They deliver everything. And that's because there is always something happening at Grognards. 
We are back. We're here. Hiya. Yeah. We're playing games. We're, We're not talking actually about playing games. games. We're talking about games. Yeah. And uh, talking about our hobby and just mm-hmm. having a relaxing evening. Yeah. With you, the listener. Indeed. Indeed. All right. So, um, what? It, it, I, this is the toolbox. All right. Brought to you by Chaos Org Superstore. Blabble. <laughs> okay. Uh, why don't you start with what you've been building and hobbying? Oh boy. Okay. Well. Yeah, because I know that I'm gonna I'm gonna go get a sandwich, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be back. You should be done by the time you got this list done. Okay. <laughs> so, um, what have I been doing? I painted a bunch of blood angels for Kill Team, and I kind of got a new way to paint red armor. Red armor. Yeah, because I'm painting blood angels. I know I've been. I mostly you didn't want to go with an alternate uh, uh, sub faction and go not red with your blood angels. No, of course not. Just being <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so I went and bought a uh, intercessors kit from Grindar Games. Wait. Okay. And because I wanted to get the uh, the guys with the uh, grenade launchers, because they're not in. Because most people have their intercessors from uh, the starter set. Right. You know? That's where most of people's intercessors. Because everyone's got intercessors. If you bought that starter set, you got a bunch of them. Uh, But I wanted to have some different guys. I wanted to have, you know, the grenade launcher guy. Plus, I wanted to model some guys with, like, combat knives and all that kind of stuff. You know, because Kill Team is pretty specific about the equipment that you have to put on your guys. So, and then I was like, well, I'm only going to be painting like, well, I don't know, 10 or so of these guys. And I, I mean, I already have a Blood Angels army. Um, so I actually, while I was working on these intercessors, I kind of got out the Blood Angels army and I finished... <laughs> I finished. What? Uh, I don't know what that was. Sorry. Okay. I finished uh, um, putting jump packs on my uh, death company. I did that, which is cool. I finished painting a unit of Terminators, close combat Terminators. That was cool. Nice. And then I decided to paint these uh, intercessors. So I did uh, two guys with. Uh, Auto bolt rifles, one with the grenade launcher underneath. And then I did four assault intercessors. Oh, okay. So I found some assault guys. And I got a new way to paint red armor for me. Um, and it worked pretty well. Um, so usually I don't go hog wild edge highlighting and all this stuff. But I decided to go for it on these guys. So my scheme was uh, Wraithbone as a base coat. Okay. And then, then I used the new contrast paint, the Blood Angels red contrast paint, uh-huh. which is fantastic. It's super cool. Uh, and over that, uh, you know, you put that on the whole. I just did all the red armor panels. I, I wasn't super careful about missing the gun. Whatever, I'm gonna paint it black later anyway. So all the red armor, Blood Angels red. Let that dry. 
And then I got this new shade, this Targor Rage shade. Okay. It's super cool. So you just wash the whole thing with that. Gets it all in the recesses of all the armor panels and all this stuff. And then now we have to sort of get painstaking-ish. So what is it? When I try to see the name of the paint, I think it is... Now we're waiting. What is Evil it? Sun Scarlet? Evil Sun ah. Scarlet. Evil Sun Scarlet is the next. And you should do all the armor panels with that, but you don't want to get it in like all the creases, right? You don't want to paint it there. You want to just paint the armor panels, just the tops of them. Okay. So let that, you know, dry like that, and then uh, edge highlight with Wild Rider red so that's what that's i don't normally edge highlight anything but i decided to with these so edge highlight all the armor panels wild rider red and that was good enough for me i know there's more edge highlighting you could do with troll slayer orange i ain't doing that i'm not going a chunky highlight a chunky edge highlight and then a thinner edge highlight i'm not that crazy so one edge highlight Wild Rider Red. And then paint the guns black. Paint all like the, you know, behind like their legs, you know, those little gaps behind their knees. Like all those little, you know, like, uh, you know, the flexible part of their armor, paint all that stuff black. And then I did uh, edge, uh, and then for their eagles, the new way to, I guess you, you paint their chest eagles black for Blood Angels now, and you kind of like do like a, like a highlight of like, I used Fenrisian gray to highlight their chest eagles and then on, on edge highlighted like the bolt guns and anything else uh, metal I did with a bolt gun silver or uh, lead belcher, sorry, lead belcher and okay. then, a highlight, then a highlight of storm host on that where I deemed appropriate. And then I paint the eye lenses with... Uh, uh, or contrast orc flesh paint. And that's it. And it takes a while. <laughs> it takes some. It takes a while to do them, but it's. I think the end result came out looking pretty sweet. So, yeah, I. It was fun. And then what else have I been doing? Um, so I put those guys to the side for a little bit after I was done with those six. Well, I painted seven actually. Um, then I painted Indastra. I dug her out and put her together. I painted her. And now she's cheaper. And now she's cheaper, which is cool. Um, and I am now in the midst of painting uh, five Vigilors in my Hammers of Sigmar uh, paint scheme. All right. Yeah. And they're they're kind of, they're they're pretty fun. I'm kind of. I'm having to stay disciplined painting them. It's taking me a little. It's it's a bit. It feels a bit more of a chore getting through them, but I'll I'll get through them. Okay. Yeah. What uh, else you got? Uh, There's got to be something else. Painting wise, I. Or building, or just hobby, man. Uh, I mean, I've, obviously, I've been reading all the the new battle tombs. Those are good. 
Uh, yep. I'm, re- I'm, le- I'm reading uh, Luminous Realm Lords right now. I am enjoying that book immensely. Yeah. I was looking through the War Scrolls uh, yesterday, and I, I didn't. I don't know actually all that much about the Luminous or oh, the Old Scrolls. I never really looked at them too that's, much. That's when I actually knew because it's the one army that Harrison like would chit chat with me about. So we yeah. would actually talk about it. Okay, so I'm I'm kind of interested in the Alareth stuff. So did they always have that? Enduring as rock ability, where they lowered the rend by one. Yep, they yep. always had that. Mm-hmm. Okay, now did they always? I mean, did they always have that ability to like? There was like an item in there that lets you like pretty much ignore rend two as well. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that seems seems pretty cool. I mean, this. I mean, yeah. Stuff, I feel like the stuff you can do with the Alareth is kind of nuts yeah but the, you got to remember they're still uh i don't think they're battle line uh, i don't even know they, if they're battle line if they, are they, they battle line yeah if? they are if yeah um, you take one of the uh it's like the very first um nation okay so it's you take a, that uh emetri- metrica you take Emetrica and then they're battle line okay um yeah the thing is yeah that's where that's how they they ignore rend one or rend two mm-hmm yeah, the whole army does that. Yeah, all, no, the, it's all, good. Units, that seems pretty sweet. And then you can make them ethereal if you want. But you're all hammer guys and flying rock mages and bulls, and yeah. all the cool stuff that everybody takes in bulk. Mm-hmm. They're not Alareth. It's right. the mountain guys and the the bulls. So all of the other stuff, mm-hmm. um. Is what everybody always plays, which is why you don't see it. But yeah, yeah. yeah if you when take you, it, you you can ignore up to two rend. It's yeah, great. They have, two, they have two wounds each, four up saves. Those guys get a thing and hold it in place for a second, and then the cow comes in. Yeah, swinging its big hammer and deleting units of twenty. Yeah, with I mean, a good roll. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, and then they just don't hold them in place. And then you can make them. There's a there's a thing where you can like make everybody. Ethereal? Uh, what is that ability? That was a... I think that was a spell or an item or something. It might be for a person. I don't think it's for your whole... I, think it's a, it's I don't for, remember, though. I think it's a unit. It's um. Well, we'll cover that. I mean, that's what we're doing next. There it is. Yeah, it's a spell. Ethereal Blessings. It's a it's a Lore of Hish spell. Mm-hmm. Pick a unit wholly within range to your next hero phase. Ignore modifiers, positive or negative, and making save rolls. Mm-hmm. Hey, my goodness! So, and then, then I think you, there's a way to give them a ward save too, with protection of Hish. Like you could theoretically have a, an Alarith unit with a four-up unrendable armor save, a five-up ward save that can't be hit by rend one or two, and there's also a, a way to make them. Well, be if you're unrendable, three... then yeah, then that. Well, other... they, well, well, you give them a ward save. Five up ward, right on top of their four plus armor, right, and then you can actually there's a there's a item in here where you can give them an extra wound. I think that's another spell. Uh, what is that one? I saw that one. Where you, you know, it's kind of like fleshy abundance for mm-hmm. uh, 
Yeah, I don't have it in front of me, though, because we're covering that next episode. I know. I'm so excited I literally about it, don't though. have it in front of me. So <laughs> this is making for great radio. Well, I was so excited about it. I was like, oh, my gosh, you could just really. Yeah. Dude, I, uh, we Harrison and I played a little bit of that. But once again, you're yeah. giving up the stuff that really defined it, uh, which I think is going to change anyway, because mm-hmm. some of the things you used to be able to do with the ridiculous Bowman, you can't do yeah. anymore. Right. Rightly so. Mm-hmm. And that and I have no beef with that, but that's just right. me. Yeah. Uh all right. Sorry, I didn't mean to get on a segue and start covering no, Lumina stuff. Fine. But I, it, I just, was reading, this, I was like, "Oh my is, gosh, this is super cool!" I know yeah, it's like no, five. It is cool. And also, I realize that it's like five things you have to do to and this one unit to make it super cool. Yeah, and but, it's one unit, and there's units of yeah. five. Yeah, which means at most they're going to be units of ten, unless you play with a battle line Eumetrica. And if you play yeah. a battle line Eumetrica, that's fine. But then the best you're going to have is two units of fifteen. Yes, you're doing a lot of work. For a fifteen-person unit, yeah, they're not cheap, and they're small uh, number size units, and that's 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 yeah. the problem. Yeah. Is- so, so here's the th- so here's the thing with Luminous. Like, what do you? Th- I don't know if we touched on this before. Where where do you stand on like using old high elf models as like? Lumineth units. I don't care. I don't. I don't think they match up very well with the rest of the army. That's the problem. Well, I mean, they have. Seems like they have direct, like replacements. Like I would use my. I, you'd use white lions as your stone guard. Yeah, you could. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. They have axes. You know. Yeah. Two. You know, they have double-handed axes, which well, is they what can these take guys axes have. Axes or hammers. Right, so you can take stone mallet or diamond pick hammer is a choice, yeah. or paired hammers. Yeah. So the axes, they, I mean, yeah, if, yeah, I guess, but right. I mean, so then, sword masters, obviously, you've got the um the blade mat. The what are they called now? They're called. Uh, blade lords or whatever. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's yeah, that's could, an easy. That's an easy. That's an easy one. Because um, they have, because you can do great blades. I mean, they just have one weapon, right? Great blade, and then the champion's got two. Yeah, I'm just, I'm thinking more that the aesthetic is similar but not the same. The model size feels different. It does. You'd have to re, you have to rebase all your, yeah. I mean, all your, you, all your elves onto thirty two. If you had obvious, here. yeah. If you had an, if if it was an obvious one for one swap, okay. The guys with the great swords are, you know, the what, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are the blade now, lords are now the blade lord. Those the ones are pretty obvious. Are the, yeah, yeah. If you take the elf, high elf spearman for yeah. the spear, I mean, yeah, the high elf bowman for the bows. Yeah, yeah it's it, it, because it's it's basically the same model. I mean, it's honestly it feel to me like if, if you were just using proxies or not proxy, but so, you know, something from a different. It would honestly, it would almost feel like you just used it from a non-GW line right. because they are that different at this yeah. point. I mean, Silver Helms would be your Dawn Riders. Yeah. Or, or even if you had Dragon Princes, they'd just be your Dawn Riders. I mean, yeah, exactly. Sure. I mean, yeah, you could swap them out. It's just, it, it, it it's, uh, you know. They have Ballistas, you know, which are the old bolt throwers. Mm-hmm. I mean. I don't have a problem with it. Like I said, it's just if you're taking things other than those very specific units, and you're mixing mm. the two together. They're gonna—I just think they're gonna look a little weird. Mm. You know what? It's because they're similar, but they're not similar. 
You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like it's very similar, but it's definitely not the same. Yeah, I mean, and you get into vent- that whole thing where once they're mixed together, I don't know how it would necessarily look together. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. But yeah. if you, but I mean, I if you brought it to the table and said this is what you were playing with, and you told me what they were, I wouldn't be like, oh no, this is confusing and dumb. Yeah, I mean, like, that's I would the have hard. A that, that's the hard part about when you proxy models or you substitute models is like, is your opponent? Can he just look at it and see what it is? You know what I mean? I would never want to do. You know, you I would. Don't want I would put I w- something up that's going to be confusing, right? I don't. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. have to have like a unit, and I have to put like a little note card next to it, well, so you know what it is. Well, okay. Well, like your example of the of the the lions. Mm-hmm. Okay, those guys all had great axes. Yeah. Okay. Now, first of all, if you're going to say, well, these are the two hand the the, the two the two hammers. That mm-hmm. doesn't look like two hammers. So right, that I right. that I would I would squint yep. at you sideways. Um, yep. If because you can take hammers or the the diamond pick hammers or the big mallets, mm-hmm. um, if you had multiple units and you were using that, uh, like it's, these guys are hammers and these guys are the pick mallets or whatever. These guys are mallets. These guys mm-hmm. are pick hammers. But mm-hmm. you were using that same model for both units. I would look at you sideways then, but other yeah, than well, that, but if you yeah. would, if you just said, "Hey, these guys are all pick hammers," or "These guys are all mallets," well, thankfully, that I think that changed with the new book. Now, the stone mallet and the diamond pick hammer is the same weapon. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. So if that's the same weapon, then that's fine because mm-hmm. yeah, then that's fine. Then the only thing is that you know if it was double hammers, then it, yeah, you know, it's yeah, like, the, well, paired, the paired hammers that would be a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Then I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. I just want to play the game. Like I'm not worried about yeah. that. You know, is, is it? <sighs> could you like, could you like bring that to like a Games Workshop Grand Tournament? And, like here's know. my here's my Lumineth army, and like would the tournament organizers look at you like I don't know, dude. I don't think you can use that. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't, I, uh, I, I don't know what they would do. But I don't. I wouldn't be in the. I wouldn't be in the position. So I'm not even going to try yeah. to guess. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if you're playing a game. You know, and it's obvious what they are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, I remember back in the day, like, I think it was at a grand tournament, some dude rolls in with, like, an all-halfling army, and he was playing it as orcs and goblins. <laughs> what? Yeah. And I was like, dude, <laughs> I don't know what any of your stuff is. No. But they're, that's, but they're yeah. all orcs and goblins. They look like halflings to me. Yeah, but they're actually gob- these are goblins with bows. These are goblins with spears. These are goblins on bulls. Well, all the these halflings are- were, were were goblins. Gob- goblins, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah it was, it was like, and then he had like I think it was like hot air balloons were like chariots. And I was like, oh, okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's at that point you're just stretching. It's like I want to use these rules, but I don't like these models. I'm going to use something that doesn't match at all. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This was a long time ago. I bet I bet you somebody who's listening right now remembers that army. <laughs> I, I've seen I've seen worse. Yeah, we've all seen worse, and we've oh, seen yeah. you know. I've seen like we all remember the bug army. Oh yeah, I was just gonna I was just gonna bring it up. Like you go to like the dollar store and buy the big bags of bugs, and you base them, and like here's my chaos army. Like these are these red ones are corn. Yeah. These green ones are Nurgle. Man, it's like get out of here, <laughs> man. So you you done any other hobby and stuff? 
I don't think so. It took me a really long time to paint seven Blood Angel intercessors. So, well, they're looking good. Yeah, it was a lot. It was actually kind of fun once I kind of got into it. But it's a lot of it's a lot of edge highlighting. <laughs> no, I watched I watched a video today on uh, the Games Workshop website, the one of the masterclass videos, like on how they painted red armor. I yeah, like, I saw that oh, one. Oh, I was like, oh my god! What's that lady's name? Uh, the lady Louise? with that fantastic accent when she does the oh Louise yeah. Louise Sugden yeah I watched her paint a Space Marine face yeah yeah and it was like a forty minute yeah. video yeah. with yeah. the painting portions sped up mm-hmm. and that's amazing yeah, super cool I was infatuated with mm-hmm. that video. I watched it about three times in a row. I was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm going to put this yellow up here and then it's reddish over here uh-huh. and then it's bluish tints down here with the beard stubble and I'm like, oh my. Yeah. And then I watched her just turn that thing into a masterpiece. I was like, man, yeah, I'm she's, lucky if I have eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, she's super good paint. She's good to follow on Twitter too if you don't follow her on Twitter. I'm not even kidding, dude. When I painted my de- my, my vampire counts army, Mm-hmm. All my zombies and all my ghouls had solid black eyes because they were undead. And then mm-hmm. I had an orc army, and they all had glowing red eyes. Oh, just red, not glowing. I'm not that yeah. good. They all had just red eyes. You know why? Because I can't paint eyes. Yeah, you know, I, all my I, dwarves I, I, had freaking helmets on. If I could have yeah. a helmet, like I don't paint eyes. Yeah, I used to paint eyes, and I stopped. I just don't do it anymore. Yeah, I, no, it's eh, it's a pain. Eh, it's terrible. Yeah. yeah, I just don't do it. I just I just use a, I just kind of let the, the recess wash kind of flow in there. That's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so I think that I think that's I think that's it. I I did some I did some kind of inventory, some kind of that kind of thing. Oh, and I learned like. Some cool ways to paint some terrain, but you know, other than that, not, I think that's I think it's about it. What about you? Uh, I've been doing a little bit of everything, and mm. it's actually been kind of fun because I'm not, and uh, until the end of the year, everything is up for grabs. Like I'm just kind of doing stuff, whatever it takes my fancy, because I'm not working yeah. up to anything. Okay. Other than finishing school and, and getting that graduation done. So, yeah. like, it's just whatever happens to be around uh, mm-hmm. or if there's something I'm doing. So, um, I did. Are you painting your cruel boys a little bit? or Yes, I've been painting them a little bit, but mostly I've been doing more building, which seems counterproductive to getting your stuff painted. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's because I have so much other stuff happening. So, I'm trying to get all 50 of my gut rippers painted. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying something a little different with them. The skin, I'm trying to do in all very much the same stuff. But um, because all their stuff, all that, it's like stitched together skin. Mm-hmm. And, and I've like seen all their cloaks and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like I've seen clothing, everybody yeah. paint it in one color. And that works if it's like a darker color because you're like they're going through the swamp all the time. It's just stained dark. Yeah. Um, and I've actually saw some cool ones where they were painting them uh, very dark skinned. So I painted um, five 
gut rippers. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just kind of just do it. And I know that stitched clothing is kind of a pain. I kind of came up with a kind of an interesting way to do it. It's kind of, I thought it was kind of a cheaty way. It was kind of neat. So I, what I did is I just painted it wraith bone, you know, just the base coat. And then I washed it with um, just like Agrax earth shade. And then what I did is when I painted the gray color, I just I, I just painted like the pieces that, you know, the leather pieces and just left the stitching, the wraith bone with the Agrax on it. Right. You know what I mean? And just, and then that was it. So it was kind of like a, kind of a, an interesting, I thought it was a cool way to kind of still give you the look of like the stitching, but not have to go crazy painting like individual little stitches. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It, it worked out. I thought it worked out pretty well. Cause I was kind of struggling on how to paint that model originally. Were you? Yeah. Cause I just couldn't get them to look right. Like, like there's like so much, like I originally had them painted with like more leather like looking mm-hmm. like clothes and it just didn't look good. It was like too much. It was too much because that's a, that's really a big part of the model. Mm-hmm. Is like is like their like the leather pieces that they like wear for like armor or clothing or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I ended up just painting it gray, and like and then like the wrappings that go on like their ankles and wrists. Right. That's the stuff that I painted like leather looking. I just used like the snake bite leather contrast paint for those. Right. And then I painted like the. I used the um, I used the new uh, contrast paint. That, well, it's not contrast paint, is it? It's it's the new orc flesh. Mm-hmm. I used that. Yeah, I like the new the cruel boys flesh or whatever it is. I like that sort yeah. of skin tone, and you hit it with a little wash and a and a, and a bright up. Yep, that's um, what I did. Yeah, yep, and I did so quick contrast stuff for the shoes and the and the wrappings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm just gonna paint their the rest of their clothing just all different like okay. i might even just do some of the panels slightly different colors mm, because it's yeah. all stitched together but it's right. not necessarily from the same animals yeah and i'm not going to worry about keeping them all one tone because that's going to get boring and i mm. haven't found a tone that i really like for it and i don't yeah. want to spend forever mixing and coming up with this and then i just yeah. feel like these are guys who live in the swamp Mm-hmm. And are covered in gunk, right. and have all this uh, other junk. And it, I'm not going to paint them all gunky. Like I said, I've seen I've seen recently um, these uh, videos where the guys painted them very dark skinned, and mm. uh, and their and all the leather was also very kind of dark with mm. uh, the weapons and the shields and stuff popping out. But mm-hmm. the rest of it mm-hmm. looked like you grew up just covered in gunk. Kind and of like it, a, almost like almost like a dark angel's green, like that green, like super dark green. No, it was more of the, it was more of a of a, a like a brown with. Well, you mean the the oh, skin, the, the skin. skin, yeah, the skin, the skin yeah. was yeah. It was a very dark green, but it had a lot of oh. grays in it. It uh, it oh. it looked like if your skin was constantly just like stained from all the yeah. filth of living in the swamp. That's what it felt like to me. And all the clothes looked exactly the same. And I'm like, if you're drudging through the same swamp, it's going to get that same stains. It's all going to look terrible. I'm not going that far with it, although that totally makes sense. Yeah. And what was I watching? Lord of Paint? Lords of Paint? Something like something of paint. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, I was watching the videos, and they were showing how they did some of that stuff. I'm just trying to keep it simple. But I just... yeah. 
I just want to have some variety. Yeah. Do you write down your paint formulas? Uh, I'm starting to because I, 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 because I never I, do. Yeah. I I've started to only because I started doing something and what happened was I actually the first like model that I painted for the Cruel Boys. Mm-hmm. I painted it. I let it dry overnight. I absolutely loved it. I got busy. I came back a week later, could not remember. And I and uh, I sat there with all the colors that I had pulled out were on a table. Yeah. Never found it. Never figured it out. <laughs> oh, man. Never figured it out. So now I do write them down. But like I said, I'm just, I, they've all, like most of them have the, you know, the basic base coating on. But I'm going to just try and I'm going to, um, like I said, the leather's going to be, Whatever. Like, yeah. I'm not going to worry. I'm going to take a color, paint some panels on some of the models, not mm-hmm. all of them. Take another brownish color, off color, paint some, you know, just let it. It's going to be a little motley, but not really yeah. obnoxious. Oh, that's cool. And uh, I think that'll be just fun. It'll give it something that'll help it not be so samey, samey. Yeah. You know, because it is a big horde army, and there are a lot. Of, I'm not a guy who's gonna make who's gonna worry that I don't want any model in the unit to look the same. Like mm-hmm. I'm not conversion, you know, conversion Ken over here. Uh, just mm-hmm. uh, so I wanted the paint stuff at least to stick out a little bit. Yeah, oh, that's cool. What, what about else? the shields? That's kind of a big part of those gut ripper models. Is their shield? Yeah, I think I might. I I might go red, like in the. Yeah, that's what I did. Like in the. Yeah, like so. If I the, so if I could make a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Is um, if this on red, just over black, or I think I did black. If this on red over black, and then real, I, you've got to try Targor Rage Shade. Okay, you've got to try it. It's wonderful. It's like a red inked. It's like a red, like shade paint, but it's a darker red. Okay. It's really neat. Yeah, um, I'm trying to keep this quick too. I'm using a lot of contrast paint. Yeah. In fact, so I sprayed tar- them up all with the wraith bone because I want yeah. them to I, on a contrast mm-hmm. paint them. Mm-hmm. So Targor Rage Shade is a it's a it's a it's a regular wash or shade or whatever they call it, um, but it's it's excellent. And then just let that dry. And then I kind of I think I, I think I dry brushed it up a little bit with uh, I think what did I use? I think I just dry brushed it up with the same color with a uh, Mephiston. And just to okay. you know, just it, that's kind of an old, that's kind of a tried and true technique. You know what I mean? You use a base paint and then a shade, and then you take that same base paint and you just kind of over over brush or dry brush that same color on it just to make it pop a little bit. And then I just painted the teeth, and that was it. Super simple, but it looks kind of neat. Cool. Yeah. Um. I've also been working. I worked on a paint scheme, uh, which I also have to figure. I don't know if I wrote it down. If I did, I'm not certain where it is. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're trying to figure out what Harrison's Lumineth Rome Lords are going to look like. Yeah. Um, and it's the funniest thing is we had he had one kind of picked out, and it was a lot of blues and whites, mm-hmm. like the old yeah. Hiles. Yeah. yeah. Um, and once again, Harrison is. Uh, red green deficient. So he, okay. he's colorblind. Okay. So he can't. Reds and greens are all shades of gray. They're all the same color to him. Interesting. And it's the he only sees the color temperature. Like mm. you know, a brighter red and a darker red will look brighter and darker, but they don't look like colors to him. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which we found out when he was younger. And boy, did I find out quick why he loved playing uh, Kador for War Machine and uh, never uh, hated painting it because he just couldn't tell what he was doing, painting it all red. <laughs> um, so we were going to go with the white and blue schemes. Uh, we found a couple, like, or maybe a bit of a cream and blue, you know, something like yeah. that. Yeah, so we've been yeah. doing test models. And then I'm on Twitter and I see Les Martin uh, from, you know, Face Hammer. Mm-hmm. And Les is a great guy. I got to I got to meet him when they were at Adepticon, mm-hmm. um, and they're all great painters. And he posted on Twitter his Lumineth, and it's like gold and bluish silver and this white, almost a cream to it, uh, with purple. Like the front little uh, part of the skirt is purplish, mm-hmm. with a much more reddish. Uh, the capy portion and the reds, I don't know if they'd work because it's Harrison again. Yeah. But God, this is a really nice paint scheme. So now we're going back and relooking at paint schemes since I didn't quite write it down anyway. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, we've been doing that. Uh, trying to think of what else. Been th- building a lot of terrain out of different war cry boxes. Okay. Uh, well, Warhammer Club or Wargaming Club yeah, is yeah, going yeah. well. And. So the kid, the, the, the I got one one kid, Gael, who is there, and Gael has has been there since the first meeting. Mm-hmm. Like he's he shows up for all the meetings. Um, he learned how to build models. He painted some stuff. I got him painting some stuff. Mm-hmm. I got a couple other kids who come and like to paint, and they've been painting just just having fun painting small stuff. And I, mm-hmm. I I'm, I'm trying. I'm hoping to get a chance to sit with them next next Wednesday when we have club and just kind of paint with them yeah. um, because I've been spending every week teaching kids how to play different games. Mm-hmm. And so the people who are painting, I'm barely even interacting with them. And oh, I want to I yeah. yeah. sit down and, and kind of, you know, give them some more ideas on how to paint miniatures, you know, cause they mm-hmm. like to paint, but they've never really painted miniatures. Yeah. And we had one week where it was great, but it's like, then I was teaching the kids how to play star Wars X-Wing. Okay, and I was, you know, and it takes a little while, and you only got two hours at club, you know. Yeah. So I'm doing that. I'm building stuff, you know, and then the next week, um, you know, a couple weeks ago, Gael wanted to play. He's like, I want to play that game Warcry because he was looking through the boxes, mm-hmm. and we had the models. So I put it out, and while they were playing X Wing, because now they know how to play, so they're kind of still playing basic stuff. Yeah. Um, but they're playing, uh, and. We're playing Warcry, and we have the set built that we had for club, and then we got it, and then COVID hit, and we never had a chance to paint it, so it's still mm-hmm. all gray. Yeah. And the kids came over, though, and they saw all the bits of terrain and all the models, and they're like, oh, we got to... So then last Wednesday, we had Gael with three kids, and they were playing two teams of two, playing wow. the basic, the original Warcry set, the yeah. untamed beast against iron golems. Yeah, yeah. Just playing basic kill them all like type of like we they found a, a I mean because they're learning to play so yeah. rather than get stuff with you got to grab objectives you got to do this you got to do that let's learn the rules sure and they're playing you know k- kill the hammer section in the army you know you probably needed to remember how to play as well you ain't kidding mm-hmm. I had the rule book out the whole time in case they had any extra questions and I'm still not yeah. certain I gave them the right answers yeah but. Um, so they're all playing. So then they came. So it's not now they want to get some other kids in there. And I have one box set 
of terrain. Mm-hmm. So they we had another one that some that one one of the one of the many generous people sent us, uh, and mm-hmm. it was not the heart of Gur. That's the new one. Mm-hmm. It was one a little bit back, and it had all the. Uh, it was the one that was the Veronite mine set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's a pretty cool bunch of terrain. Yeah. I was cranking that stuff out like the whole day. Wow. Just cranking out. I cranked out that whole set. In fact, I got to mm-hmm. say, I bought one of those little bottles of Loctite, you know, with the little yeah. squeezy sides. Yeah. Man, I don't know if I got a bum bottle or what, but it seemed fine. I, you know, I cracked it open. It was fresh. Took it out of the packaging. Just cracked it. Glue's flowing. Everything's working. I got about two-thirds of the way through building all the terrain. And, <laughs> yeah, I ran out of glue. I ran out of glue. Wow. I'm like, how small is this glue thing? Because I'm used to those bigger bottles. Yeah. I was so irritated. Then I had to run out to the Walgreens on my lunch break mm-hmm. uh, to go get more glue so I could finish during my free period before yeah. we had club. And so then the building sweet- went on lockdown. Oh, man. So you're using super glue to put that together? Uh well yeah, you don't use the plastic glue. Um I if well, I have pla- if I have plastic glue I use it. The mm. GW and the needle thing always kind of messes me up, and every time mm. I buy testers, it like dries up and jams up before I get finished. Interesting. So yeah, I just buy regular, uh, not regular super glue, but that the that stuff thing, that stuff that's got the pink top, the purple top, yeah. the blue top. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. What that's that's not, that's like regular like super glue that you can yeah. like hit with like zip kicker and make it. Yep. Yeah. I yeah okay. And especially for terrain. Hmm. So um yeah so I built that set, and then I came home and I started building the Gur set of terrain. Yeah. Because there's already six kids playing, so I need I'm gonna need three tables or they're gonna have to team up. Yeah. And they want to bring in their two friends. Well, so they want to get eight kids playing because we'd already looked at the rule book and they realize if they've got eight kids playing, mm-hmm. they can campaign. Oh, yeah. And then that would be like seven weeks of club. They come in and they play a different person every time Yeah, going through campaign stuff. And they're like, well, we could get this whole big thing going. I'm like, yes, you can. And now they're super jazzed. But so wow. they were playing it. And then so I told them uh, like in. Like in two weeks, like my I got a one week break in between my grad school classes. There's always that one week break between yeah. the little classes, and so I'm like, during that week, I will bring all the terrain home and I will spray prime the whole dang thing, yeah, because uh, it's all wooden stone, and we're gonna do okay. down and dirty, you know, we're gonna yeah. paint it gray and paint it brown, um, probably mm-hmm. just gonna hit the browns mostly with uh, contrast paint. Yeah, just wash and dry brush or... Yep, wash and dry brush, just the yeah. whole nine yards. Absolutely. And the kids actually all agreed that if we got it all ready and we had enough stuff for everyone to use, they're like, we could all sit down. If Mr. Whitek, if you showed us how to do it, there's four tables of terrain, but there's nine of us. Yeah. And we could just assembly line, just uh, we're all going to sit there and paint all the wood. We're all going to sit there and paint all the thing, sit, let it dry, hit, then go back and hit the, hit the different parts. Yeah. And they're like, they're willing to take turns... If they have to, like if it takes more than one session to paint, and I'm like, it's going to take more than one. You got to let that stuff dry unless somebody yeah. brings a blow dryer. Yeah. Um, like, you know, you got to let it dry, let it get ready. I'm like, but, uh, you know, so they That's... said if, if it takes more than that week, then they'll take turns. Like wow. three three guys will play games and one team will take a week and, and, and work on terrain. Mm-hmm. So that, because they want, because they're like, this, this, the, I told them to go look at the stuff on the Games Workshop website. Yeah, because I had different, 
I, we've got like the the crews that the box come with, and we also have the war bands because uh, I had like four different ones. I got the snake guys and the and the the guys who looked like the Greek guys, and I got the mm-hmm. the weird long necked undead guys. Yeah, yeah, and made or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you so, should have the new one. If you have the Gerst, uh, you have those down yeah. too, right? And so I'm like, this stuff's built, this stuff's not. You can go to Games Workshop, you can look at this, you can look at all these different guys, mm-hmm. see what interests you, you know, so that way you can plan it. But if we don't have it built yet, then we need to know because it's got, you, you're going to have to help build it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they went to the site and then they came back, like, yeah, we got to paint this terrain first. <laughs> They're like, yeah, if this table had a totally painted terrain, this game would be so much better. I'm like, you are right. All my terrain at home is painted. Like, it, yeah. you know, because it, it, it is. It's fantastic. To oh, yeah. Painted. But, like, they got excited to paint. It was really cool. Oh, that's great. So, yeah. So, I'm building massive amounts of terrain. Mm. Uh, I had to take a break from building my Horus Heresy army. Oh, yeah. Uh, because I'm building terrain. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Um that's basically oh um some of them weren't should i i gotta think like i said because this it's it's really it's war gaming club right now because yeah. there's other things they want to try they want to try star wars legion and we've had so many people send the star wars legion stuff so yeah. i gotta brush up on those rules now and i told them i said look i spent weeks teaching you guys this game you're gonna play it for a few weeks if there's other mm-hmm. stuff you want we'll get it on the list but i can i can only do so much yeah. when we had two sponsors it wasn't difficult because one of us could sit on the painting and modeling side and one could sit on the game teaching side. Right, right. And then once one guy learns a game, it's like, that's the thing. Once you learn it, if anyone else wants to learn it, you're up, you're on, you're go, you're on teaching detail. Yeah. yeah. So the club, te- they, they, that way they can break off into groups and learn other games and then they try mm-hmm. to split them up and, 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 and all learn other games. Right. So they're like, we want to learn Star Wars Legion. I'm like, we're, we're playing Warcry right now. I will teach you Star Wars Legion later. <laughs> we have a ton yeah. of it, but, yeah. but. You have to paint all that stuff, don't you? Uh, well, through the generous donations of the people who listen to the show, a lot of them uh-huh. send stuff that's partially or fully painted. Really? Yeah. Like they're like, I don't play this game anymore. Yeah. You can have this. And the club is, I mean, we are, we have everything except hobby supplies right now like i need mm. like six pairs of clippers and a, a yeah. ton of brushes yeah um but i mean there's so many people have given so much stuff so generously that's uh, so great it's it's amazing that's and great. uh i will say this uh mantic games sent us basically a starter set of everything they do oh yeah so they sent the kings of war big set they sent the vanguard set the the smaller mm-hmm. scale they sent the sci-fi one. They sent the sci-fi skirmishy one. They sent the Dreadball game that I don't think it's called Dreadball anymore. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing they didn't send was that was the one that I was curious about was the one that played with all the boats, the Armada game. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, they sent us a ton of stuff. So the kids were looking at that. And I'm like, this is different than this, and I showed them how it's on. It's it's. Yeah. I had to explain to them what rank and flank was. Yeah. And I'm like this. The, I'm like the trade-off here is everything is kind of uniform and regimented, like you see in the old-timey stuff. And they've mm-hmm. seen that. Like, because one guy's like, "Oh, like in Captain America, when the army guys are sitting around the board pushing the blocks of things." <laughs> I'm like, "Actually, yes, yes, yes. yeah, that's what it's like." Um, I'm like, eh, "But you've got to build all those models." 
and there's a ton of models. Uh, it, right. it, it's got a very cool look and a cool aesthetic and a cool movement, and the game's simple, but that's what you're going to have to do if you want to play this because this is all new stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, so that that's on the list now. Um, Marvel wow. Crisis Protocol oh, yeah. is on the list now. And so I'm just like, guys, we can play everything you want, but you, you got to... You got to give me time. I can't like if you want to learn it. And I told them, I said, because uh, Crisis Protocol, uh, Legion, X-Wing, uh, all the rules are online for free. Yeah. You can go to the website and download the PDFs. And I'm like, here's the links to the PDFs. If you want, if you think you want to play it, go read the rules. Mm-hmm. Read the rules. Familiarize yourself with the rules. If you really want to play it and you find someone else who wants to. You have the models, you have the stuff, you have the books, figure it out, play. Yeah. Like You don't need me to teach you that once you know how to play one of these games, you can figure the rest out yourself with a decent, with a decent rule book. Right. So it's, it's been going amazing. But I've That's also, cool. like I said, when I went to, I went to Minnesota. Yeah, um, well, you're gaming. How did that go? That was fun. Yeah. But I went there a few weeks ago, and it, I, I, I didn't even, I brought, uh, Night Hunt and Cruel Boys because I didn't know mm-hmm. what everyone else was bringing, what everyone wanted to play. Then mm-hmm. uh, nobody, I mean, nobody around that group plays Night uh, Cruel Boys though. So I just played that all weekend. Had I known, mm-hmm. I could have left a lot of stuff at home. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I you just got some, you got some kill team in as well. I did get some kill. I only got in the one game, but I got to play with my uh, Harlequins. Yeah, and after just playing with Space Marines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually played with Eldar, but Eldar shoot forever as well, like very yeah. far away. So it's yeah. all these long shooty games. And then I went with Harlequins. And what I learned after the first battle round is I am going to run up and stab you in the face. That's right. that what that those yeah. guys do. And yeah. it's I love I love Kill Team, yeah, so much. I really do. It's so great. Mm-hmm. Um, we played that. There was a lot of that going. Lord of the Rings was happening a lot that week. Oh wow, that game. That's interesting. I didn't get to the demo because there was enough people getting, but I, I watched a couple. Mm-hmm. And that's a good game. It's a good game. Mm-hmm. That's a really great rule set. Like the yeah. way that's written and how that works is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as do you remember back at oh my gosh, this would have been at a games day a long time ago, probably. <laughs> it could have been. It could have been the last ago. games day because they haven't yeah. had it in a long time. Yeah, they made the Helms Deep that they had. Yeah, yeah. Remember that display board, that board they had, that uh, Games I, Workshop brought? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I was here in awesome. Chicago. I was there. Harrison yeah. and I were there. Yeah. I, I was I was actually demoing that for Games Workshop. I had a a, a Games Workshop t-shirt on demoing that. Oh, nice. And running, and running people through that. That game, it it might be. And I'm going to make a bold statement here, but after talking with guys who play it a lot and watching mm-hmm. the demos going and talking about mm-hmm. it, that might be Games Workshop's best rule set. It's really fun. It's it's but it's so it's such a well the rules when you play it it has the feel of that story of that game of that yeah. book of those movies. Yeah. It, I mean the models look like the people from the films, so mm-hmm. obviously there's that. Yeah. But just the way you spend points and the way you get extra things, where yeah, you so can... it's 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 the whole the it's the fate and the might 
right? Yeah. That really, really makes that game unique. Where your heroes can really just step it up and be like, yes, but I'm doing this. And it's like, mm-hmm. I, and they really, it has this, it captures the feel, the grandeur of the Lord of the Rings story. Yeah. Yeah. On the and plus they have so much stuff. Like they're digging oh, deep because they got to keep making models to make money, and <laughs> yeah. they're digging deep. Yeah, well, into comments. the Tolkien lore to get yeah. these stuff. So, like you can play some really cool, obscure things that get mentioned in other books and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I, I the Knights of love Dole it. Amroth. You want to play them? Go for it. Yeah. Um. I just. <sighs> Camel riders. Mm-hmm. No, I like those models. Those models are awesome. They <laughs> are camel rider models. My God, dude! Everything about that game is awesome. Yeah, and of course, I have some old models because I bought into it with the 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 goblins and the fellowship at the. Oh sure. And then um, one of the listeners sent me the uh, the what is it, the Pelennor Fields battle? It's the the box think, set think- with the Rohan and the. Yeah, I think I bought all three of the movie starter set boxes. All of those sets are great. Yeah. And I picked up Tom Bombadil and Goldberry because he's my favorite. And then I looked at their rules and I'm like, these are unusable. They're like, yeah, but if you're just playing like something, like it's just so fun. It's like- How can Tom Bombadil be your favorite? Tom Bombadil is one of the coolest characters in The Lord of the Rings. Oh, God. He's amazing. And we're gonna, have to, we're, is, gonna have, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on that one. No, no, dude, he is one of the oldest things in Middle Earth. You know, when I get to the Tom Bombadil section of Fellowship of the Ring, you know what I do? You better not skip it. <laughs> I skipped the whole thing. I read it once. Oh, Tom Bombadil, he's <laughs> oh, a merry fellow. No. Bright no. blue his jacket is, and his boots are yellow. Nope. No, I. He's one of the oldest things there. It's like the ring has no power over him. It's like 150 pages. Tom is the master, and that's nope. it's wonderful. I love right. Tom Bombadil. I was sad that he didn't make the movies, although I know exactly why he didn't make the movies. But I <laughs> Cause, adore cause, Tom. Because Peter Jackson did the same thing I did when I get to the Tom Bombadil section of Fellowship. You know, I have, I, have a, I have a 70 or 80-year-old a copy of hmm. the uh, the stories of Tom Bombadil. There's actually a, oh, a Tom yeah. Bombadil story. Yeah, I've, he- I've heard of told, that. Yeah. I I oh, I have one hmm. because I I love I love it. I absolutely yeah. love him. And I bought the model. And if you read the rules, he's unplayable. <laughs> yeah, like he's not unplayable, but like he doesn't do anything, and yeah. nothing can do anything to him right. because Tom is the master. Yeah, that's like his rule. He just goes around and like things can't be heard around him, like which is great because he can totally protect your stuff. But he's a lot of points for a guy who's basically saying, nope, that's not (laughs) happening here because this is my land. I just I love him. Absolutely love him. Chris Walker doesn't like Tom Bombadil. No. (laughs) Did you hear that? Yeah. He said you have to be fired. Uh, That's why I said we're going to. I thought he was going to agree with you. We can agree to disagree. We're going to have to agree to disagree about Tom Bombadil. Listen, you are well with. This is America, and you are well within your rights to be as wrong as you want to (laughs) be. Okay? That's all I'm saying about it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, yeah. um, But Warhammer Wargaming Club is going amazing. 
That's and cool. so that's that my hobby has been focused around what my students are wanting to do because I don't have a project I'm working for. Yeah. Like I have a couple of armies. The people I mm-hmm. play with know that I'm working on them. Every time you see my army, there's a little extra more painted. That's good. You know, and as long as I'm making progress, I don't feel bad. I'm trying to get stuff together, you know, yeah. but uh, honestly, yeah. the kids can't play if we don't have the stuff for them to play with. And right, right. now, Wargaming Club is my gaming priority right now yeah, that's because cool. I have kids who really look for I mean you should it's I, I see them in school, right? I'm mm-hmm. their teacher. Yeah. And so during school we're doing literature and it's kind of boring for them. And as much as I try to make it fun and they do enjoy the class, it's still it's school. Yeah. And then we're after school and like it like that first time like what like always the first like 30 minutes of club it's still kind of formal. Yeah. And then they get rolling dice. Mm. And then they kind of forget I'm there and you hear them like cursing out each other as they're rolling <laughs> dice and they're playing with each other and they're talking smack and they're having such a good time. And then yeah. I'm reminding them like you guys got a half hour left getting in your last round get this done and yeah. then they start talking and yelling at each other to make decisions faster <laughs> and they're playing and they leave and like they come like this was Wednesday they came to school today. And they're like, okay. And they got there early so they could look in the closet that I have. I have a locker basically in the classroom for my jackets and stuff. I took everything out of it and I've filled this locker with all the stuff that we've been given. Mm. And so they're kind of looking through and they're like, I think that game was so cool yesterday. He's like, like, then they have questions about the rules. And I'm like, okay, PDF, you have it. Look it up. I'm like, I got you the PDFs. Look up your rules. Yeah. I go, if you have a question, you need the book, look at the book. I'm like, you try to figure it out. And if you guys can't figure it out or can't decide, then come to me. Right. You know, just basically like every tournament organizer ever tells the <laughs> yeah. people playing. Look it up. Figure it out. Yeah, figure um, it out. So my gaming was just pretty much the, the grand tournament. Yeah. You know? So I played five games. So my Nurgle army, I played, I think I played... Oh, with that list, I think I played nine games total. Five at the Grand Tournament, three games at a tournament a couple weeks before that, and then one just extra practice game. So it was that was. I think that's a good amount of games to play with a with a list, kind of get a feel for it. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it was good. It was a befouling host, uh, Nurgle army, which is like not too many people. You know, everyone who's kind of saw my army at the at the grand tournament, you know, was like, "Oh, what are you playing Nurgle? Oh, or Magikin? Like, oh, cool. How many how many school play lords do you have? Two. And everyone, what? Only two? What's in your list? Like, uh, you know, tons of other plague, stuff. Other stuff like tons of plague bearers and and I have Horticulus and everyone like, wow, that's you know, it's. It was kind of interesting because, like, you know, it's like, you know, these heavy-duty tournament people are like, Ugh. you know, just kind of like dogging on your list because you don't have like the most optimized stuff, and then like, you know, other people come by, and they say, you know, oh, that, you know, that army's cool. I haven't seen Horticulus in a long time. That guy's awesome, and you know, you know, oh, you know, you don't see, you know, plague bearers anymore. You know, that kind of stuff. And I was like, well. This is an army that can actually play, you know, in all phases of the game. You know what I mean? And that's the big thing. Right? It like gives a game of Warhammer 
no matter what. And that's what's kind of cool about the list that I brought. I mean, I never got blown out in a, in a game. Every game went or could have gone five turns. I ran out of time a couple times. Because <laughs> that's just the way Nurgle plays. Um, and, you know, because the games just didn't, they they always go long when you're, when I'm particularly with that army, because I have you just have a lot of stuff to play with, and you know it's it was a great it was a fun experience. It was it was a lot of, it was cool. Cool. Yeah, so I'm kind of developing a new list to kind of play maybe in like you know the next kind of big tournament, which I suppose would be, I guess the next big grand tournament is I suppose Adepticon. Yeah. That's probably the next big one. Because um, I'm not going to go to the New Mexico one or anything like that. That's kind of a haul. Yeah. Um, but I'll, you know, of course I'll go to Adapticon cause it's 20 minutes from my house. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I, I'm hoping we're going to play in the team tournament, uh, again. At Adapticon? Yeah. yeah I'm not the, going. You're not going to Adapticon? I told you this. I might stop in to see some people and say, hi, I can't. I, I've got, I've got, I have other commitments that I have to do this ah. year. Yeah. No, I can't, I can't go. Well, this I'm is saying, the first year that I can't yeah. actually go and be like I'm not even going to help out. Wow. I may come to see for a day. I am not even going to have a badge because yeah. I, uh, I, 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 I'll, I'll tell you about it off the air. But I have, yeah. I have other important commitments that happen gotcha. to be like basically uh, that always happens during spring break for me, which is great, yeah. and it falls right on spring break again. I think this year it falls right before spring break. I'd have to take like a day or two off work. Uh-huh. But like I'm already missing that whole probably I might be missing that whole week almost before spring break and then spring break because of this wow. stuff. So interesting. If, if okay. that, yeah, we'll talk about it later. But yeah, I'm yeah. I'm going. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying hoping... desperately just to go because like Greg yeah. Dan's going to be there and I got to give him some. I have stuff for him and like yeah. I want to see people, but I yeah. I can't I can't go go at huh. all. Well, last year I played with the Six Squared Studios boys yes you did hoping to repeat that i think we we talked about it before that we were gonna i hope so because that was a good time get the band back together yeah that was a lot of fun but i think i might play in the champs championships this year as as well i'm gonna go for it you know yeah you should yeah but i mean you know you want to and you're gonna have fun so do it yeah so i think i'm gonna i'm kind of messing around with the kind of just different stormcast units i think i want to play Stormcast Eternals at it, so kind of just going through some different army lists, trying to see what I like and what works. And I just bought myself a a Celestin Prime, so nice that guy together and I love that model. Oh yeah, I really do. Yeah, I just got it. Looking forward to putting that together, and I've kind of got an idea for like an Indastra Celestin Prime kind of list, you know. Okay. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Now that she went down 40 points or 30 points or whatever. Yeah. That helps a lot. So Now that she's cheap? Yeah. She's still bad. She's she, That's a it's a she's got good rules. She's got she's kind of she's pretty cool. Yeah. No, I I I think she's cool. I like the model. I like the mm-hmm. rules. Uh she was just really expensive and there was no there was no getting around the fact that that model was exp- was expensive. Yeah. I mean, it was good, but 
you know, it, there was a lot to it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I've got some after playing the grand tournament. I have some theories on kind of what sort of units or what, what kind of stuff you need to do to be somewhat successful at okay. a, in a tournament environment. I think I think you need to be able to do. Um, I think you need to have, have a combination of units or unit or whatever that can do 35 wounds to an enemy, you know, your opponent's army in one round. Okay. I think you need to be able to do that. Cause that's, I mean, that's, that's how many wounds like a mega gargant's got. If 35, I'm, I'm, you're, I'm seeing lots of big units, you know, with like, 30 wounds in them you know that that kind of stuff so that that's kind of like my benchmark like can you have a combination of units that can do you know that can actually get 35 30 35 wounds through right because i mean I, i've yeah we've got the sons of behemoth book and like those things are nasty <laughs> yeah like like you need to be able to burn one of those guys down per turn if you want to have a chance against them, honestly. Yeah, you know how I feel about that. <laughs> that army irritates me. Yeah, I mean, like six Gore Gruntas. That's 30 wounds. Yeah. You know what I mean? You need, you need to be able you, you, you know, to... Do you have a way to take that down? Um, you know, like uh, what else would fall into that? I mean, like... I mean, because you can take... I mean, you can take 30... Gut rippers, right? Uh, yes, because they're battle line. It's ten. I All usually right. don't take thirty because that's not cheap. Right, but fifteen, fifteen gut rip or twenty gut rippers. That's pretty common. That's, that's three twenty. Yeah, I mean that's forty. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, can you wade through that in one round? I mean, that's kind of what I'm. That's kind of what I'm looking at. I don't so know if anybody's. I don't, I don't know if anybody's ever thought about like that kind of, you know thing before i mean i don't know what your theory is on that uh, i hadn't considered it so i don't really have a theory i definitely don't have any data to to, to produce yeah yeah i, I just kind of noticed that it was kind of a trend at the at the grand turn you know people were bringing these big units and you know and they're you know, it's almost like it's almost like a it wasn't quite death star mm-hmm. you know it wasn't quite to that level because you can't really Death Star too much in Age of Sigmar. No, 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 no. I mean, you can you can a little bit, but you know, most you know, can you can you do that much damage? Like that's how you that's how you kill incarnates too. That's how you kill Kronzwein incarnates. You have to be able to just annihilate that thing in one turn, and you have to then you have to do it again. <laughs> yeah, that's just dumb. <laughs> Yeah. But no, I get it. I just, yeah, just I hadn't thought about it. Like I said, yeah. I just just a little theory, just a little list building theory, you know. Well, I tell you what, let's take our last break. Yep. And we'll come back and um and talk just I mean just a little bit more chit chatty garbage and then um and then we'll wrap up. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yep.
Are you finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paint? Six Squared Studios. Well, then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them. And Brack, hello. What's up? Uh, hey. Uh, so, um, you know, I was playing when I was in. I was playing with the, uh, like I said, with the Cruel Boys. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really like this army. Mm-hmm. Were you uh, using I like the, the full, characters? You were using, using the, everything, right? Using bounty hunters, Gleason veterans, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all the stuff. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. The only problem is my the number of my units. Uh, gives you, uh, uh, you know, you want you got to have some. The, the, the guys are already Galician veterans, uh-huh. so but you want to get a nice little, at least get a battalion stuff going, so that way you can have your, yeah, you know, your expert uh, conquerors, all that stuff. Right. So you want and you want your bounty hunters, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, and my list is always hero heavy. Like I've got six characters in yeah. my army, and I probably have too many. Because I've got Gobsprack and Scumdreck and Snip Snap and Flip Flap, the two shamans. <laughs> yeah. I got Kill a Boss on Snitchy Snatch, uh-huh. and then uh, yeah, that's that's five, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it's basically like forty Gut Rippers, a Marsh Crawler, and some Hobgrots, and then yeah. that that Snarl Fang, that's... the Ripper Snarl Fangs, which is a mm-hmm. nice little unit, um, and it dies kind of to a stiff breeze. But if you're clearing out a section they can kind of come in and maybe help just a little bit get those last couple wounds or mm-hmm. just hang back to grab a you know a, to yeah. contest and grab up the add to yeah. objective grabbing that's usually what they do yeah mm-hmm. but i just um i i uh i got i had i played care drawn overlords mm. and uh that's not fun how many boats they got uh, he had two, and one of them had this giant ram scoop on it, and so you could whatever roll number you rolled when you charged. Yeah, you got to roll that many dice, and like four ups were mortals. Mm, not the frigate, the big one. Yeah, and he mm-hmm. took the thing that gives it the deal, and like he was like rolling twelves to charge from like five inches away, and it was just like, <laughs> and well. I just it was like. Here's all the, this guy's dead. That guy's, I was like, dang. It yeah. was just, carriage on overlords are rough. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's they, a little, ha- yeah. I felt like I, I, there was so many different little rules and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. now I'm rolling this, now I'm rolling this, now I'm dropping these bombs, now I'm shooting you with this, now I'm shooting that. And I had yeah. a fun game with the guy, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, this guy, Sam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a great game and he's a great guy. But I just was like, I it was one of these where he rolls buckets of dice and I took my stuff off the table. 
Mm. Uh, and it was up close and still happening. And then it was farther away. And I got in some really good licks. I ran in some guys. And once those guys were out of the boats, I was messing them up. Oh, yeah. But those boats took out my all of my monsters and then just started rolling yeah. around, messing stuff up. And it was just like, oh, wow, this is crazy. Yeah, you kind of have to get used to you have to you have to play against them a couple of times to get the I had no the idea feel of how to play against them. Is, yeah, yeah, and I made bad choices. Like mm. I know you're supposed to kind of gang up and take things out. Yeah, you know, yep. and I but I ganged up on the wrong things and okay. got just hurt. Yeah. Um I did get a game um against Slanesh. Mm. And uh what's his name? Um uh, you know, uh, diabetes glucose man. Oh, Ortos. Yeah, uh, him in that. Ca- <laughs> yeah, First of all, that's a, a beast. That's a great model. That's oh, yeah. that guy. He screws up everything in the game. Oh yeah, <clears throat> he his points went down too. And then they had some shooty guys and some hitty guys and some guys on. I'm like, wow, a, a, a well-tuned Slanesh army. And mm-hmm. of course, Sigvald came up and just said goodbye to things. <laughs> yeah. Because they didn't fluff the rolls like when I played him against with you. Oh yeah. Now I saw what he can do, and it's dumb. Oh yes, yes. Uh, and I kind of really got lost. But but I will say this: I managed to throw some bigger fodder in the places. Mm-hmm. I managed to tie up and kill a few of the smaller units. And the the scenario we were playing, I ran up first because he gave me first turn because he wanted to have me come closer. Mm-hmm. Especially because I was the grin and blades, and he couldn't see me. Yeah. more than 12 inches away, to shoot at me. Yeah. So I managed to grab the objectives in the beginning, and he had to sort of win them back, and he yeah, won that game. The... But okay. he didn't take the lead until, like, the fourth turn. Oh, wow. Because objective-wise, I was doing okay. See, that's a tough spot for Slanish. Usually they don't they don't play the late game that well. He was taking my stuff down, though. Like, he was, mm-hmm. like, the stuff was dying. I, okay. you know, it was, it was, it was great. That's it was cool. a great game. And then I had two games with Rotor and his Stormcast, and we drew mm-hmm. like one and one. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I just, I love how this army plays for me. Yeah. Um, I love all the buffs and the debuffs. I loved, that's why I liked playing Skullbugs. It's like, yeah, it's on, you know, it's, it's random what's going to happen, but yeah. I like a little random with my orcs. And, you know, everything else was just in the first battle round. In the first battle round, they, you get this. Okay, the, the Skullbugs thing lasted the whole game. And I have yeah. two monsters in my list. Mm-hmm. So with two monsters in the list, uh, so, you know, you're near guys and I'm, I'm, I'm on fours. I'm, yeah. I'm you stopping were, you from attacking. You were, you were playing Skullbugs versus KO, right? Uh, no, because after I had played against Rotor and then Fenske came and said, you know, the Grin and Blades do this. I said, they do what? He's like, they do this. I'm like, I think this is what I'm going to do. And I played ah. that the rest of the weekend. Oh, so you, you did play Grin and Blades against Caradron Overlord. Yeah. So he was still shooting, blasting you from within a foot? Yeah. Yeah. Half of that That's... stuff has kind of shorty range. He just, like I told you, he charged. He had the ram thing yeah. on the front. He gets yeah. about five, six inches away, rolls a 12 on the charge, starts <laughs> killing, and then just drops everything on you. Yeah. yeah. He didn't care if he had to be within a foot. He wanted to be. Mm, interesting. It was They were right on top of me, just blowing stuff up. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. And they, they had, had like eight. Yeah, the frigate has like 18 wounds. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. 
and it's got a whole bunch of killy stuff on it. It's, yeah. 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 No, it's, it, but it was, you know, I had so much fun playing this army and it got me really jazzed to kind of keep working on it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, cool. Yeah. Between this and, 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 uh, the Realm Lords, cause I like that book. And like I said, Harris and I went through it. Even Harris was like, man, this book is dumb. And now he's reading, he's like, there's still dumb things, but they did cut back on some stuff, and we'll talk about that. And yeah. I, I think the book is much better. I think. Oh, it, I think it is. I think it's so much better. I mean, partially just that it was cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Because well, they, was, simply, they simplified a lot of stuff. A lot of redundant stuff. It was like, yeah. oh, why do you need this rule here? Just put it in the war scroll because it affects two models. Yeah. You know? The, only, the one thing that's still in here, which I wish they got rid of, was that eclipse thing. <laughs> Where what they, eclipse thing? That that spell where it makes you use two command points instead of one. So you just got to save your thing for that. That's I, what you got to do. You got to save I it for that. that. Ugh. But then you let everything else go. Well, what are they doing? Most of them are just giving themselves their sun, boosting their sun metal weapons, or or doing protection of Hish. That spell's awesome. Yeah. I mean, or you bring in Techless and he just says this spell happens. What are you going to do about it? Well, yeah. You know. Um, but they did. I think they fixed a a lot of the bigger problems. I think with the army now. I don't know how much they. I didn't get through the whole thing, so I don't know about. They made it. They made it so much more simple. Like remember the whole like there was like this thing with the uh, is it the Iliatha or who which which one is the twins? That's the uh, oh yeah. They simplified all of that. Oh yeah, ridiculous. That was so. It was like what is happening? I'm doing this thing, which then combos with this thing, which now does this. Now it does this thing, and now these guys are twins, so I get to do this thing. So now I have six units that can activate. Like what? Like get out of here! Like yeah, like. <laughs> no, it's yeah, it's 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 the book is cleaner. It's more. It's better organized. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm very excited for it. So it's like I kind of want to get back into the whole getting things painted. Oh, and oh, 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 Harrison got this game. It's called. What's your game called? Team Yankee World War Three. Yeah. Have you heard of this game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This game's cool. Hmm. He bought a whole starter box of tanks and planes. He's playing the Polish people, and I said, "Son, I love you." <laughs> um. And he's explaining to me all the stuff he's doing, and then he came home, and I'm reading the rules, and the rules aren't bad. Yeah. Uh, some of the rules are dumb, like the facing rules are really dumb. But he's all excited, and they're easy to paint, and he's building tanks. He wants to play with these little mini tanks. What's and, the scale? Uh, hey, so what's the scale on that game? He thinks it's 1-100. The tanks are about two and a half, or about three inches long. Yes. Yeah, so t- the planes are 1-144, apparently. Interesting. Um. But he just got all excited and came to talk to me. He's like, okay, Dad, I know you got your other games, and you're, you're going to give this a try. Once Harrison's going to learn it and teach me to play, and of course mm-hmm. I'll play if he wants to play. He's like, but now I got, he goes, now you're going to want to play. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what, what, what is it? New expansion coming in December. Uh-huh. Red Dawn. Okay. So it's the, it's the Red Dawn scenario. Oh. <laughs> and you, and so he's like, Dad, you can be, American survivalists yeah. pushing the communist Russians and the communist <laughs> Chinese out of America. Marines! Exactly. I'm like, okay, I'm in. 
I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> I was 13 when that movie came out. I yeah. loved that. I grew up. I was I was a a tween and a teen in the height of the Cold War. Yeah. I'm like, I remember this. <laughs> Who's in that movie? It's like uh Everybody. Yeah, everyone's in that movie, right? Uh Harry Dean Stanton is the is the dad. And yeah. let's see, the sons you had uh Patrick Swayze. Yeah. You had the girl from uh what's her name? Uh she's in Ferris Bueller's and uh Dirty Dancing. And I can't think oh, of her name, but uh, Baby, the girl, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's in it. Um uh, Charlie Sheen is in it. Yeah. Um C. Thomas Howell's in it. Oh man, yeah. Um, that other girl, uh, Emma. Is it Emma? No. What's <sighs> Back to the Future? Marty. Oh, Leah. Leah, Leah Thompson? Thompson. Yeah, Leah Thompson's yeah. in it. Like yeah. you, that was like a weird who's who of <laughs> yeah. teenage yeah. stars yeah. at the time. Yeah. And I love Red. I saw that again recently, not the remake, the original. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, this movie is just wonderfully 80s. It's such a weird movie. It is. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. And it makes it really, if you sit and listen to what they did and like how they took over and what was going on, and you're like, but. But apparently they're setting up a base in this weird, like little rural town, yeah. and and this high school, the 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 these kids from high school who were both athletes and liked to hunt because they lived in rural America, yeah. were able to hold off the Russian army. It was that movie's amazing. It's <laughs> fantastic, and I'm all in on on Team Yankee. Uh, well, we're gonna play some. Uh, Oh, and the last thing, and I'm just like I said, we were we were talking about hobby, and I haven't talked about any of this stuff, right? Um, so Barnett wants to play Blood Bowl, and Harrison, oh, yeah, that's right, wants to play Blood Bowl. So we're gonna start playing some Blood Bowl come January. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be happening too. Cool. Uh, and if you want in, four players makes it much easier for everybody to get to play. Yeah. Than three. So if you want in. Harrison's yeah, playing yeah. with the new elves, the whatever they're called. I got the undead people with the pumpkin head guy. Yeah, I only play orcs. In you Blood only Bowl. play orcs in Blood Bowl. Excellent, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> excellent. That because orcs is the best, and That's and right. Blood Bowl they're super fun. Yeah. Um, and we'll be playing more league. I guess we're gonna try to play more as a league thing. Play a season out. Yeah. I'll um, bring my astro granite field. Cool. Yeah, we're just we're we're figuring we want to play it more as a as a as a season than in one-offs or in tournament format um, mm-hmm. because when you play tournament format, there's certain teams that are just better. Oh yeah. Whereas, I mean, yeah, everyone just you you just so it's like Skaven versus mummies, and that's pretty much your final every time. Yeah, um, but other people, I mean, there's people who do really well with the dwarves because, but it's like mm. you know, you, it's things with a lot of innate abilities. Like, yes. Yep. Because I yeah. love playing, if you're playing for seasons, I love playing Chaos. Yeah. Just when you're, yeah, all the Beastmen and the Warriors. Yeah. yeah. When, you're, when your initial guys come out of the, the rookies, come with block and dodge built into their things. Like, okay. <laughs> you don't have to get those skills? Nope. The guy just comes with it. Okay. Yeah. But when you play with the, the Chaos, um, the, the couple of Chaos Warriors you have on your front line are pretty good yeah. when they start. Because yeah. I, I think they start with block. Maybe I think yeah. they do, um, yeah. Yeah, or guard. Right. One of the or two. Guard. Yeah, one of these. Uh, but the thing is, the bulk of your army is beastmen, and mm-hmm. they come with horns. Yes. 
So, and yeah. since only one guy can charge, mm-hmm. basically they have one ability and only one of them can use it per turn. Yeah, but it's so, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, but so but you need it's two like or plus three one seasons. to damage rolls or something like that. Yeah, when you charge it's like plus one to armor break or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um you play them for about three seasons mm-hmm. and you get them other skills and you get them into a really killer team. Yeah. The, the, their innate abilities are great, but in a tournament setting where you're playing a limited number of games and there's no, you don't have that growth time right. where you're going to lose right. the first season badly, yeah. and then the second season you're going to do okay, and then third season, now you got a chance to win the cup because you've got all the experience racked up. Right. Um, but if I'm playing just for a couple of games, you're going to take orcs or dwarves. Uh-huh. It's easy. Yeah, dwar- yeah dw- I think dwarves have some... Initial skills they start with too. They practically, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's they were super good. Yeah. So, but that's so. There's lots coming up in the new year. I'm actually working cool. on my list of these are things that I want to get done. These are things mm-hmm. I have to get done. And this is the column that's going to supersede everybody when something new comes up for War Gaming Club. Yeah, that's the list right now. Excellent. Ah. <sighs> Is that it? I mean, yeah, I think it's it. Like we've this, so that's what we've been doing B- between just doing book reviews, mm-hmm. which are fun, but they're so fast and furious. Yeah, um, I think if we get another one where the lore hasn't changed that much, you know, like what yeah. we just did with Zinch, mm-hmm. might do single episodes on some of them. Yeah, just because we managed to do that in three hours, and honestly, three hours ain't bad. Even if we had to right. record it over two days, we're yeah. still getting out some content other than just book coverage mm-hmm. all year long. So, I guess that's it. Happy Halloween! Cool. Happy yeah, Halloween, man. everybody! It's your favorite day, right? Oh, you know it is. I've already got <laughs> next. I've already got next year's uh, next year's lawn display in yeah. my head. I've got wow. it sketched out. I just have to figure out how to. Um, Make it look like uh, the little plastic dolls are tearing their own skin off, and so there's going to be <laughs> there's going to be ones pulling the skins off their head. There's going to be ones that are half skeletons. There's going to be ones that are three quarter, and then there's just going to be straight skeletons at the end of the yard. Nice. Um, after they've basically torn their own uh, flesh off, uh, <laughs> it's all leading up to the giant twelve foot skeleton that's on the lawn. Right oh now. yeah. See, yeah, it's going to be pretty guy. rad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. A happy Halloween to everyone. Super excited yeah. about Halloween. Uh, next month, um, Realm yeah. Lords, at least. Realm Lords, and then we've got the uh, Sons of Bayamot book. Yeah, that one will actually be an easy one. That'll be a one-episode one because their lore hasn't changed in a year yeah. and a half, and their army's basically still the same army. It's got another guy. Right. Um, but it's still and, very similar. So, And then I think... Ogres are coming out soon. Yes, ogres are coming out soon. I'm excited for all of it. Yeah, Slaves of Darkness. Oh, that I'm super jazzed for. Mm. And then, uh, and then the Christmas episode. Yep, is coming up quick. Yes, um, we got to think. We got to get our top three or top ten. What is it? Top ten. Are you high? Top three. Top three with an yeah. honorable mention. If you really got one, we'll do. Okay. We have the honorable mention section. Yeah. But yeah, there's three of us. That'll take forever to do ten. Yeah. You know, I found. I re- realized I was looking through it. Like, you know, the Stormcast Dragons. Ah. Uh, they came. They came out last year. <laughs> in twenty one. 
Yeah. Yeah, they're not on the list. Yeah, they're not. Uh, yeah. not Unless you're really excited about a war scroll change for them, that's not one of the things you're going to be discussing. No. no. I, I've got I've got a couple already in my head. Yeah. Things yeah. I really like. Yeah. And a couple of things that I'm I'm kind of hoping for that I was a little disappointed with. Mm. The nice thing about this is um, you can kind of pick anything. It could be more, yeah. you know. So it's going to be cool. I'm excited. The year end is racing towards us. At this I point. know. So much going on. All right, folks. Um, thank you to the Garage Hammers, uh, our show sponsors, Castork Superstore, Six Red Studios, and Grognards. Thanks yep. to Patreon sponsors. Yes. Uh, that includes our associate producers, Jake C. and James Brown, our executive producer, Scott Milne. Check out the Facebook page for his uh, Blibble tournament. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess that's it. Okay. So we're going to just wrap it up. Are you yep. ready? Are you ready? Oh. No, you are not ready. And I'm here, sitting here just milking this. Okay. Okay, I folks. Did, I, did, I did have it right here. I'm, okay, I did you have it. Fibbing. You are fibbing to these nice people. No, I, I got it right here. You got it? Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, folks, until next time, only the faithful will be triumphant. Only the faithful will stand when all others fall. And only the faithful will know no despair except in failure. Or Sigmar! Woo!